Google Play, simply say, hey Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. KBOI News Time is 607, 62 degrees in downtown Boise. It is uh, Friday. Short week this week. Feels like a short week. It does, actually, yeah. Once again, I'll I'll say it just like we did the last time we had a three-day weekend. Uh, Really wish that we could uh, just have four-day work weeks like uh, (laughs) some companies do, uh, or like my son does in the uh, military. Mm -hmm. Three days on, three days off. So he's on a a six-day week, basically. Basically, yeah. Yeah, That's interesting. So... Yeah, he and I ask. I go. So, do you like that, or would you rather have it, you know, so that it's like normal and everybody else has has the same work schedule as you? And he goes, "No, I love it." He goes, "I work three days and then I get three days off." He goes, "Why? Why wouldn't you love that?" And I go, "Yeah, I I, I get it. I, as long as you're not getting like half the pay or something." No, same okay. same pay. Um, yeah, same pay. He just works, you know, three days on, three days off. It is uh, Friday. Uh, our phone lines are open, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless if you want to get through to us. Um, also, toll-free, 1-800-529-5264. And it is brought to you by Fast Eddie's in Meridian, and it's all about you on Fridays. We'll talk about anything you want to talk about. If you want to talk about sports, we'll let you talk about sports. We haven't, And I know you guys probably did with the news that came out while I was on vacation last week about... UCLA and USC leaving the uh, yeah, Pac-12. We were actually pretty surprised about it. Yeah, I, I think I think that was kind of shocking news to everyone um, when you get two institutions like that. Biggest um, uh, biggest news, I think, in the middle of the night has been that uh, the former prime minister of Japan was shot and killed. That was that was uh, Shinzo Abe. Yeah. Kind of shocking at a at a political event. Yeah, he was no, given uh, a he was given a speech and somebody stepped up and and shot him twice and and killed him. This is uh, this is a country where all of last year a total of ten people got shot and killed. Mm-hmm. And they have extremely strict gun laws in yes they in, do in Japan. Doesn't doesn't the guy that shot him the person that shot him? I, I'm just he was a guy. The, he was in the military. I think. Um, yeah, don't don't they know they have strict gun laws and shouldn't be shooting people? <laughs> Come on, man. My guess is he was aware. Uh, other news we could be talking about this morning, and we'll keep an eye on this because we don't know um, if it's going to happen while we are on the show, during our show or not. Um, but President Biden is expected to talk sometime this morning. Now, keep in mind, you know, when we say this morning, that's Washington time. They're two yeah. hours ahead of, ahead of us. So this could be more than likely huh. happening during our show. I think we know what he's going to say. Well, he's he's going to take executive action on abortion abortion access mm-hmm. um, to try and and I don't know how he's going to do this through executive action um, for states that are trying to stop abortion happening in their states from stop you know not being able to stop abortion um, in those states in some way shape or form. We have I, I haven't seen what he has laid out. Um, other things that. They're predicting that he's going to try to do is stop states from people who live in that state from traveling out of state to have a medical procedure. 
um, to also hide or be allowed to hide medical records um, from out-of-state doctors so that people, like, say, for instance, in Idaho, can't access records from other states, California, Washington, Oregon, whoever may have um, abortion still maintained as legal in their state. I still don't understand how that happens because you still have HIPAA laws where you're you're not allowed to share your medical information without your permission, without a subpoena. Yeah, I've never been able to to, uh, put those things together either, that somebody can just check into your records when the law says they can't. Yeah, unless you give them permission. Right. And that's another question that I've also asked. You know, it's like, hey, the next thing they're going to come for is not being allowed you to go out out of state to get your medical procedure. And it's like, well, how are they going to know? Yeah. If, unless you're telling people. And how many people go out of state to get medical procedures already? Yeah, there are some. My entire life, people have either, you know, from, from Twin Falls, people have either gone to Boise or Salt Lake City or Portland or Seattle to get something done. Yeah. And I've seen the argument also that, you know, people shouldn't have to travel, you know, 30 miles or 50 miles or whatever to, you know, have an abortion. People do that already. I yeah, mean, that's you, true. I mean, you look at the state of Idaho. If you live in Riggins, you're you're traveling a long way. You live in any rural area. You're traveling, you know. Well, urban areas to Los uh, Angeles, hundred miles. Los Angeles, you could live thirty miles away from your uh, yeah, that's clinic true. and still be in town. <laughs> that's true. And it could take you two hours to get there. Yeah. I mean, you don't have a, a guaranteed right to be within so many miles uh, of your abortion clinic. So people saying that you don't even have a right to be within so many miles of uh, a hospital, you know, good internet access. Exactly. I mean, it, we we yeah. don't have any of that stuff. Yeah. You, you live where you want. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the whole argument of it is like, Oh, they're going to take, they're going to make it so that it's difficult to, you know, have an abortion. It, it's difficult to have a yeah. medical procedure of any kind. People who have cancer, for instance, and want certain kind of cancer treatments have to travel out of state. And by the way, if you didn't know they were going to try to make it difficult to have an abortion, then you haven't been paying attention for 50 years. Yeah, at least. Um, so we'll keep an eye on that. He's he's due to talk this morning to uh, lay out what exactly he can do. And this is kind of under pressure. Um, Democrats are complaining that he hasn't done enough to try and blunt what the Supreme Court did in overturning Roe versus Wade. He's in bad shape if Democrats are complaining about it. <laughs> well, and that's kind of why the prediction of uh, this coming November with the midterms are, are um, kind of up in the air and people predicting that it, it could see uh, a flip over of both the Senate and the House in the uh, midterm elections because um, even Democrats are not happy right now. And Biden is at the lowest level of any president as far as uh, their their rankings yeah. in, in the 50-plus years that they've been doing the polls on, you know, how popular presidents are. So um, he, he's got so much going against him right now. I don't know if you I'm, – I'm trying to sit there and think anything that's going on that you could say, hey, this is a positive for the Biden administration. As of right now, it's just, you know, bad news after bad news after bad news. Uh, saw it. We talked about this yesterday too. The the whole thing about giving five million barrels of uh, emergency uh, oil that our emergency reserve oil that supposedly was supposed to be used to help alleviate the price of gas here in the United States. Mm-hmm. Reuters had announced that uh, through an investigation they found that five million barrels of that was 
sent to European countries and Asian countries, including including China. And I watched yesterday the uh, matter of fact, we're seeing it right now. Um, part of that uh, uh, White House press conference yesterday with the new uh, press secretary that she was asked about that, and she goes, "I have not seen or heard anything about that report. I'll have to look into that." For mm-hmm. Which you don't usually see a press secretary get caught that flat-footed uh, on a story like that, because obviously. You know, somebody had to say to the administration, hey, did you see this story out in Reuters today? Uh, we may want to look into that so that you can have an answer to that. But she didn't have an answer to that question, which no. is kind of interesting. Apparently, they didn't brief that. Yeah. KBOI News Time, 615. Once again, those are some of the things we'll be talking about today. Uh, also, going to be a very busy weekend in downtown Boise. We'll tell you why coming up. Um, you might, you know, unless you're specifically going to attend this event might want to stay away from downtown Boise this weekend. We'll tell you about that coming up. Uh, right now, it is time for our first check on what's going on with sports this morning, brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli. Two locations, and both locations now open on Saturdays also, Monday through Saturday, 1030 in the morning, East Boise, just off Gallon, and in Meridian, just off Wells Avenue. My bad. I, I know he said he uh, sent sports to me, but... <laughs> um, but if you uh, are, are we on right now? Okay. We may have to take a break here and uh, come back. Hold on. Traffic. Powered by Beacon Plumbing. Stop freaking. Call Beacon. KBOI. Traffic. The Great One. Mark Levin. Tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris. Live and local on News Talk KBOI. Nice college boy, huh? They want to get mixed up in the family business? Now you want to gun down a police captain? Why? Because he slapped you in the face a little bit? Huh? What do you think? This is the army where you shoot him a mile away? You got to get up close like this. Bada bing! You blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. Come in. I walked all day and night to find you. You look like you came from the North Pole. That's exactly where I came from. Well, are you going to sing a song or something, or can I just go back to work? I'm here with my dad, and we never met. I found you, Daddy. And guess what? I love you. I love you. I love you. Wow. That was weird. Those are a couple of uh, movies James Caan acted in. Uh, Mm -hmm. Of course, you recognize him. Elf. And The Godfather, which, by the way, did you know uh, Bada Bing didn't even exist before he ad-libbed that line? Is that right? In the movie. Yeah, that was, that was an ad-lib. They were, Bada Bing! He shoot him. Get nice blood all over your <laughs> Ivy League suit. Uh, James Caan uh, passed away uh, yesterday. It happened just towards the end of our uh, show. Um, well, the news came out. I guess he had passed away a day before. At the age of uh, 82. Still one of my favorite I mean, Godfather, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, one of my favorites, but I really loved him in Rio Bravo. He played you mean, Mississippi. You mean El Dorado. El Dorado, sorry. Yeah. El Dorado. Rio Bravo is the same Rio, exact movie. Rio Bravo, Rio Ricky Lobo, and, uh, <laughs> and El Dorado are kind of interchangeable. Yeah, they're, they're the same exact movies, just with a couple of different actors. Exactly. When they were making El Dorado, somebody asked... Uh, John Wayne, if you wanted to rehearse, and he said, I don't need to rehearse, I've already made this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's, he wasn't wrong. So, uh, anyway, sorry to hear that. Uh, passing away at the age of uh, 82, James mm. Kahn is dead. And of course, his, his son's still in the acting business. Looks just like him at that age, Scott too. Scott Kahn, yeah. yeah Scott a little, Kahn. little shorter, actually. A little shorter, but man, he looks and sounds so much like him. He's yes, a little he more does. stocky than he was at that age, but 
they look an awful lot alike. Uh, 208-336-3700, looking at the stock market, uh, waiting June jobs report. We'll see what happens when that comes out. But as of right now, the Dow is up 41, 41 points uh, in early morning uh, trading. NASDAQ down a little bit. Standard & Poor, uh, I think, was uh, up. Um, crude oil continues uh, to be all over the place. They had dropped below $100 a barrel earlier mm-hmm. this week. Now it's back above $100 a barrel. I saw big headlines yesterday that uh, gas prices were going to suddenly drop, and I noticed this morning that they had. They had. I don't understand. It's like they're na- nationwide gas prices have dropped twenty one cents yeah. in the last ten days. Boise, which is huge, by n- the way, not a, even a tenth of a cent has it has it dropped. At least none of the places that I pass gas prices has has not dropped. Now, I, I get it. If you remember, and I'm going to be fair here, when gas prices in the rest of the country were going up. They were going up much faster in the rest of the country than they were here in mm-hmm. in in Idaho. So, in all fairness, and I know people look at it and go, "What the hell? Why aren't we dropping? It's been ten days, and the rest of the country's going down." Well, you have to remember on the flip side of this, when the rest of the country was going up massive amounts compared to the Treasure Valley and in Idaho, True. our gas prices went up much much slower. Think, so, things in Idaho. I mean, I'm an Idaho native, so are you. So we know that things in Idaho uh, don't change quickly. But that is why a lot of people like it here. Yeah. So I, I know you like to freak out, and even I did, because I've been pushing, putting off buying gas because I thought maybe gas would drop. And yesterday I, I was uh, on the point of running out, and I go, well, I'd better fill up. Yeah. And I was sure that gas prices will have, were going to drop overnight because that's just my luck, but they, but they didn't. So, um, And once again... $91 to fill up my gas tank yesterday. Wow. Keep in mind, I have a car. I don't have a big SUV. I just, so. just yesterday, though, I saw all this about you know this, the, how big of a drop they were going to have, like the biggest one-day drop in quite a while, and it didn't seem to show up here. It'll be interesting to see because uh, I was reading an article, and I know we're running late here, but just to say this real quick, um, that in every single recession over the past like 60 years, when there was a recession, gas prices dropped by a bunch. Well, I'm, I'm happy and sad then. Yeah. So, I mean, a recession is not good, but, you know, gas prices dropping could be good. So, yeah. just, I the think most is, people would be happy and dropping. sad. Yeah. I don't have a job anymore because of the recession, but at least I can afford gas. KBY News Time. I don't have anywhere to go. 627. Traffic. Powered by Beacon Plumbing. Stop freaking. Call Beacon. KBY Traffic. Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. It is uh, 639. He's Chris Walton. I'm Mike Casper. It is Open Phones Friday, brought to you by Fast Eddie's. Uh, We talked about gas prices just a few minutes ago, you know, how gas prices haven't dropped. But if you want to see a 30 cents per gallon drop in your gas prices, get into Fast Eddie's. It's the only place you're going to be able to go to get a clean car. And then when you get your car clean, you'll get uh, a receipt. You take that and you get 30 cents a gallon off your fill-up every time you get your car washed. That's a good discount. Yeah, isn't it? Um, So you can get your gas prices to blow... uh, Five dollars, and if you want to get below four dollars, they also uh, have another dollar and ten cents that you can save by getting your Chevron card, which gives you an instant ten cents a gallon. Plus, your uh, Albertsons reward card can give you up to a dollar per gallon off. So, a dollar forty, you're down to below four bucks, and you're a happy camper. There we go. Even if you're not camping, 
Um, hope you enjoy the cool temperatures we're going to have over the next three days in the mid-90s. Yeah, it's going to cool off to, what, 92 or something? 92 to 95. Uh, I say that because beginning Tuesday, 105 degrees or above for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, into next weekend. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be hot. Not 92 still on Monday. That will be the cool day next week, but... Uh, just want to give you fair warning that yeah, yeah. Uh, 100 plus coming next week, beginning if, Tuesday. If, if you want to know what the rest of July is going to feel like, just think about last June yeah. in 2021. And, you know, that's totally true. We're a month and a half past what we saw, 100 degree temperatures for, gosh, almost 10 straight days. Yeah. It happened the first part it was, of the, June it was last the year. It was the warmest June in the history of the United States. Yeah. Um, it will, even though it's going to be in the 90s, it's still going to be warm. I've been to this uh, on days when it's into the 90s, and you've got the blacktop in downtown Boise. You have all the heat being held in by the buildings in downtown Boise. So it's just going to be warm, which is a good reason why they have a bunch of bars that will be serving cold beverages. <laughs> Boise Twilight Criterium is uh, finally back, and cyclists from across the nation will convene in Boise uh, tomorrow to whiz around a three-block uh, course and compete for twenty thousand dollars now they're actually going to ride bicycles you're not allowed to whiz yeah you're not you're not allowed to whiz so uh but they will be whizzing by this is actually it it's actually a really fun thing to do if you've never if you've never never done it before you know it's something that you can sit out there's so many patios that are set up to uh watch these are some of the best racers in the entire world that will be in boise um they'll welcome 70 men i'll do my impression of the crowd ready yeah yay very good. That's pretty much what it sounds like, too. Hey. Yeah. As they go by. You know. 50 women, 70 men uh, will be competing in the professional divisions. Total of around 300 cyclists will be appearing in the uh, Criterium. This is a part of the new American Criterion Cup circuit, which is in its inaugural season and includes 10 races across the country for a total prize purse of 100 thousand well, dollars makes and, it uh, a little more exciting doesn't it yeah the boise event is the fifth race on that 10 race circuit and once again it'll be going uh downtown boise there will be large crowds and i bring this up you know because a lot of people are like well i'm not going to go sit out and watch people going around in a circle on a bicycle um but if you are headed downtown you're going to be affected by it whether you want to watch racing or not mm-hmm. uh because they will be closing down streets starting at 5 p.m. on Saturday Jefferson Street at North 6th Street and Capitol Boulevard as well as 8th Street at Idaho Street will be closed um at 10 a.m. the full course of the full course will also be closed off so just plan uh if you're going downtown there's going to be a lot of traffic you're going to have um difficulty in finding parking spots possibly um and there are going to be road closures that you won't be able to drive to certain locations so that walk, you will walk either across, have to walk yeah walking across certain uh, streets or you know even the side or even the uh, crosswalks will not be possible at certain times yes that's exactly right um i guess you don't have to walk because now we know boise has the uh, boise bikes electric bikes and you have the electric scooters yeah that if you uh, you know have to park a long way away, that you can just pick up one we of those. Were, we were downtown a few weeks ago, and I saw a bunch of those electric bikes. A, a lot of people were using them. Were they, I was gonna, I was just gonna ask that. Or were they were they parked, or were people actually using them? People because, were using them. Okay, because they'll probably stick around if people actually use them. They'll probably stick around. This is you know just a trial period to find out if people will actually pay to use those. 
And then, of course, in, in Caldwell, they're, they have the, uh, for the first time ever, they have the scooter program that they're also trying out in uh, Caldwell. And if people use that, then they'll stick around. But uh, I think it's a three- to five-month trial period. They'll figure out if people are actually paying to use them in Caldwell and whether or not they will stay there uh, also. So both of those uh-huh. programs, both going on in uh, each one of those cities. Um, unfortunate news, it was in the green, but apparently with the uh, news of the jobs report coming out, uh, which just came out a few minutes ago, um, 3.1% unemployment. Uh, we'll talk about... Yeah, hourly earnings went up 0.3%. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about this, but apparently uh, stock market didn't like it because the Dow immediately dropped over 100 points as soon as the uh, report was... However, I mean, unemployment's at a two-year low, released. but still, they, they want it to be better. Yeah. We'll talk with Jeremiah Bates coming up here in about half an hour and find out uh, you know what... Wall Street didn't like about it, but that's on the way here. It's Open Phones Friday, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Time for another check on what's going on in sports this morning. It's brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli. Get into Meridian or East Boise. Both open up Monday through Saturday for lunch or dinner. It's Fat Guys Fresh Deli. Good morning. Some NFL news to share with you as the Las Vegas Raiders have hired Las Vegas attorney Sandra Douglas Morgan to be their new team president. She becomes the first black woman to hold that title for an NFL franchise. Morgan, who was born in Las Vegas, comes to the Raiders after previously serving as chairwoman and executive director of the Nevada Gaming Control Board. She's also served as the director of external affairs for AT&T Services Incorporated of Southern Nevada and as a litigation attorney for an international gaming and hospitality company. So she sounds very much a part of Nevada. Morgan, who is the first person of color to chair the Nevada Gaming Control Board, is also the third woman and the third black person to ever become president of an NFL team. I'm Rick Worthington. Traffic. Powered by Beacon Plumbing. Stop freaking. Call Beacon. KBOI. Traffic. Tonight at 10, it's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. It's a phone number to get through for Open Phones Friday. We'll talk about anything you want to talk about today. Uh, very easy to get through. Other ways, if you can't get through on the phone, we understand. You can also... Uh, Email us, chris at kboi.com, mike at kboi.com. Send us an instant message through our fan page on Facebook or text us. Same as our main number. Uh, Max in Boise uh, writes us, texts, says, uh, Morning, gents. Just wanted to mention my favorite James Conn movie was Rollerball. Oh, by the way, welcome back, Mike. Well, thank you, Max. Uh, I don't know. Rollerball, really? It was my favorite weird James Conn movie. (laughs) I forgot about uh, Brian's song. Yeah. Uh, another just absolutely fantastic movie. Billy D. Williams? I'll I'll admit it. I cried. Mm. I cried the first time I saw that. Movie. If the hands of Stop time. it. Stop it. <laughs> Don't need any help from okay. you this morning. All right. <laughs> uh, also, it is Friday. In addition to Open Phones Friday, we have one final day for you to have a chance to get yourself a $50 gift certificate to uh, Biscuit and Hogs with our Casper and Chris damn near impossible question. Brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty. Five offices throughout the Treasure Valley, including downtown Boise. Um, they are ranked number 44th in the uh, world, in the Berkshire world. Um, 
That's three continents, 12 countries, over 1,500 brokerages, offices also in Sun Valley and Idaho Falls. Uh, Our question today, if you can uh, answer it, we'll get you that $50 gift certificate for free from Biscuit and Hogs. The NCAA football team's practice field. This team's practice field is located near a few apartment complexes. And people who live in those apartment complexes have to sign leases where they promise not to watch the practices of this team while they live there. Which football team is it? I'll give you a, a one. Your hint was good. What, is it, was it a good hint? It's, yeah. a, it's a very popular football team. So this, there isn't, we go. this isn't an obscure football team. All right, so just but, don't don't name an unpopular football team. If they if they live there, they have to promise not to watch. Now I don't know what the punishment is if they get caught watching once they sign the lease. Maybe they get kicked out or whatever. But that's our question today. Once again, a fifty dollars gift certificate to Biscuit and Hogs free is yours if you answer that. That's coming up here in the eight o'clock hour. And don't forget nine o'clock this morning. Set your alarm, whatever it takes to remind you, because our KBOI sweet deal of the week this week is. A $50 gift certificate to yeah. Biscuit and Hogs for only 25 bucks. be funny if you left the window open, you were in you know, those apartments, you know, and uh, somebody uh, called you and said, well, how's the team? And you say, oh, they sound great. <laughs> Doesn't say you couldn't listen to them. Yeah. You just can't, yeah, you just not, can't, just not allowed you just to can't watch them. Uh, KBOI.com, by the way, for the Sweet Deal. Click on the link, the Sweet Deal link, beginning at 9 o'clock. If you check in at 9.05, you're going to miss out. This is one of the fastest-selling Sweet Deals that we ever do. So be ready to go to KBOI.com right at 9 o'clock. Click on that and get your half-price deal from KBOI. Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 707, good morning. He's Chris Walton. I'm Mike Casper. It is Friday, and that means Open Phones Friday, brought to you by Fast Eddie's in Meridian. We'll talk about anything you want to talk about today. Did you... um see what the international space station is doing with garbage now <laughs> i can guess but no i have not seen what well they're doing yeah with they garbage. just they basically just eject it now that they put it into a large garbage bag and then uh there's a, an ejection something or other and, and but they eject it out into space and it uh eventually i guess it, when it hits the earth's atmosphere it burns up and so it's just basically they're burning their garbage now but very slowly hmm I guess I don't have a problem with that because it disappears, right? Yeah, it, they they, it's they wanted not causing to, pollution within our atmosphere. They wanted to, uh, you know, start doing it here just the other day, and they stuffed 172 pounds uh, of uh, dirty clothes. There was foam. There were packing materials, mm. spent office supplies. There were hygiene products, and they put it into an airlock. That's what it was, and then they uh, sealed up the container. They used a robotic arm to. Um, yeah, exactly. Move it where it could uh, be released. Well, it, and of course, it doesn't make a sound because it's space. But well, it makes a sound inside. Yeah, I've seen a lot of mo- I've seen a lot of space movies, and you know, when you do that, you put that in the airlock, and then you push that button inside. You hear that? I like the I like the really old space movies where they can actually yell at each other from their uh, <laughs> respective uh, <clears throat> spaceships. We will be uh, keeping an eye this morning uh, out if uh, President Biden, during the time that we're on, um, addresses the nation on 
which he is expected to do sometime this morning. Um, he is expected to uh, talk about executive orders that he will sign. One in particular. Um, one in particular. Uh, three different things that they're, they're looking at, according to sources in the White House, um, according to an article in the Associated Press. He's inspected, uh, expected to instruct the Department of Justice and Health and Human Services to push back against any state efforts to limit a woman's ability to go across state lines for illegal abortion or to get federally approved abortion medication. You will also ask the Federal Trade Commission to take steps to protect the privacy of those seeking information about repu- uh, re- reproductive care online. Now, many of the left have been critical of uh, President Biden for not doing more following the court's ruling on Roe versus Wade, which effectively ended recognition of a constitutional right to abortion and uh, gave here. Let me fix that. That's not exactly what Roe versus Wade did. It says uh, Roe versus Wade getting rid of that, overturning it. Basically, they found it unconstitutional, hmm. um, according to the Supreme Court, to allow and then gave the individual states the power to allow limit or ban the practice, whichever the states felt was best for their particular state. Mm-hmm. Biden, for his part, has stressed that his ability to protect abortion access in states where officials plan to restrict the ban is limited and has stressed that Congress has the ability to codify abortion rights. Ultimately, ultimately he said, Congress is going to have to act to codify Roe into federal law. He said that a week ago, but the Senate likely won't have enough votes. He's also uh, reminded pro-choice voters to go to the polls in November. Biden also said yesterday that the filibusters should not stand in the way of codifying Roe versus Wade. But right now, um, they don't have the votes to change the filibuster. So it kind of does stand in the way because you have two people who have said that they would never vote to get rid of the filibuster. I'm, when I say two members, two Democratic members right. of the Senate have said that they will never vote to um, get rid of the filibuster. And part of the reason of that is if you vote to get rid of the filibuster right now, you got to keep in mind that stays in effect. So if in the midterm elections, we don't know what will happen, of course. Yeah. But if, if in the midterm well, elections, whoever, whoever ends up in the in the majority, yeah, um, it stays there. And then you know they don't want to see the filibuster go away. Then because if the Republicans, as of right now, what polls are showing, um, could possibly take over the Senate and the House, then all of a sudden you have no filibuster to be able to stop anything that the Senate would want to do anyway if that does love, indeed happen. I love explaining filibustering to, to people who, you know, who don't know what it is. And then they come away going, okay, so, so right now uh, the, uh, the, the majority doesn't rule? Uh, uh, no, not unless you get 60 votes. You gotta have, yeah, you got to have 60 votes. That's always the thing that confuses them. Now, wait a minute. This one got more votes. How come it doesn't win? Because it didn't get enough votes. Which ensures that you have to have bipartisan work to get new laws in the country, right? For certain things. Now there are certain things that only take a you know simple majority, and the vice president, you know, Which, it's fifty it was, fifty it was, right uh, now. But the vice president yeah. breaks all ties. Who she's a Democrat. It was, so. it, it was set up apparently by people who believed that we would never have a situation where one party was entirely insane and the other one wasn't. Would you like to see the filibuster go back to the way the filibuster was uh, originally set up? Where you actually had to get up and speak? Yeah, where you actually had to filibuster instead of saying... Uh, like Mr. Smith I, goes to I, Washington. I, yeah. I filibuster, I filibuster, I filibuster. Say it three times and then spit on the floor and then you're... And I, big, I, I don't know if it's quite Biggie that Biggie Smalls appears in your bathroom. 
That could be would, something else. I don't know. Would you like to see it go back to that? That would be kind of cool. I mean, I, I like the movie Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, you know, where Jimmy Stewart has to stand there for like 36 hours or whatever it is, and at the very end, he doesn't have any energy left whatsoever. It, uh, it, I hope it, I haven't it, spoiled it, that movie for you, but then again, it did come out in 1939. It, here's the thing. The movie is still really good today. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I've watched it with, again within the last five years. The I setting is still the same. They, yeah. they, they still you know, mm-hmm. work in that same room. There are a lot of people that didn't even, you know, maybe even some listening to our show that didn't realize that you, to have a filibuster, you used to have to actually stand there mm-hmm. nonstop. You you can't go to the bathroom. You can't leave to go eat lunch. And you, you can't, uh, you know, take really long pauses either. You can't sit down either or there, le- there been, lean on the podium. There you have, have to stand straight up. There have been guys who brought a phone book up there back, you know, when there were phone books. Mm-hmm. They brought a phone book up there and said, uh, I'm going to read you the names of my constituents. Mm-hmm. That this will affect. Yeah. And, of course, if it's something that affects everybody, he just reads every name in the phone book. Uh, email in this morning, Mike at KBOI.com, writes, uh, the overturning Roe versus Wade could slowly grow into a government control factor that would boggle the mind. There would be no limit of control the government could wield over women of childbearing age. If the child is considered a human at its first heartbeat with all the rights of the Constitution, etc., will the mother be held liable for all that happens to the child if she engages in any type of sexual activity during pregnancy? Would it be considered sexual abuse of a minor? What if she smokes a cigarette? In apparently, in, and this has become kind of a, a religious thing in the, in the Jewish faith, uh, life begins at birth, not conception. And if there is something wrong with the pregnancy, uh, you know, no matter how late, their number one priority is always to save the woman. Yeah. Yeah. Keep in mind, too, like, for instance, if a drunk driver hits a pregnant woman, that drunk driver gets charged, no matter how far along the baby is, gets charged with two, yeah, two. Uh, murders. That is correct. Yeah. Uh, RF- which, which seems reasonable, assuming the child is, you know, going to be born. Mm-hmm. RF uh, writes in, the left doesn't understand how our country works. See, they want authoritarian rule just in the framework of their Marxist utopia due to this. They think federal law is the end all be all. They also end up projecting what they do. However, state law supersede federal. That's how our country was made up. Constitution supersedes them both. So even if the federal legislature managed to outright ban abortion, the states with it could tell them to go pound sand, e.g. <laughs> marijuana, marijuana laws. This is a—it's uh, an American thing where we just say, "Hey, don't worry, we'll figure out a way to get this done," and we do. I'm not sure about the gold pound sand. I don't—I <laughs> wouldn't want to live in utopia anyway. I'm, I'm more of a Shangri-La guy. Let's get a check out what's going on with sports once again this morning. Brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli. Check out their menu, FatGuysFreshDeli.com. Good morning. Well, we're not in football season yet. Basketball season is over. We haven't got anything going with the Steelheads, although we do have baseball here in Boise right now. There is a very big event that's going on for sports in Boise. Of course, we're talking about the Twilight Criterium, which is back for its 35th annual race here in Boise, and it'll follow its usual path in the downtown area with the finish line directly in front of the Idaho Capitol. The race welcomes some 70 men and 50 women in the professional division and somewhere around 300 cyclists, according to our friends at the Idaho Statesman. 
This race appears on the USA Cycling calendar, and it's part of the New American Criterium Cup circuit, which is in its inaugural season and includes 10 races across the country with a prize purse of about $100,000 in all. The Boise event, the Twilight Criterium this weekend, is the fifth race on that circuit. And when will it be going? Well, it happens this weekend, starting at 5 a.m. on Saturday, Jefferson Street and North 6th Street in Capitol Boulevard, as well as 8th Street at Idaho Street. Those will be closed. And then at 10 a.m., the full course will be closed off. I'm Rick Worthington. Traffic. Powered by Beacon Plumbing. Stop freaking. Call Beacon. KBOI. Traffic. Morning, about an hour ago, uh, everything was in the uh, green pretty much. And then the uh, jobs report came out. And uh, everything uh, dropped. Dow dropped uh, over 100 points right after the uh, jobs report came out. And you have to help me understand here because jobs report now shows that we're at pre-pandemic levels for jobs, yet the stock market doesn't seem to like that. Yeah, this is a this is a um, a classic case of good news is bad news. You know, it's like winning the lottery. The good news is you won a bunch of money. The bad news is like half of it is going to taxes. Kind of a similar scenario, right? Where and the the bottom line is the the market is this is adding into the fears and concerns about inflation, rising costs associated with inflation, raising of interest rates. And this potential of the Federal Reserve not uh, not manufacturing a soft landing, they come in too hot, and they eventually put us in a recession where down the line we do see jobless numbers increase. Not to the point where, because here's the problem, the U.S. economy created 372,000 jobs in June, which is much higher than the expectation of 250,000 jobs. So now you have the Federal Reserve already releasing their minutes uh, from a couple weeks ago, earlier in the week, stating that they are going to look at the data and they are going to do any everything in their power to really tamper down inflation. And then you just see you see economic data coming in in the jobs report showing that the economy is still uh, still remains strong, especially from the standpoint of jobs. And if people are getting more jobs, the likelihood that they're going to have money, there's going to be more spending, that we will see inflation continue. So the fact that we did see a stronger than than expected jobs number, it's just fueling that fire of expectations. And it is a pretty wild stat, though. I mean, the greatest comeback, the greatest jobs comeback in history is almost complete. I mean, uh, 22 million jobs were lost between March and April 2020, and we've added back 21.5 million jobs. So, um, does, does the market look at this and, and say, "Oh, look, we haven't lost any jobs, or, or hiring still seems to be strong"? So that means we think that the Fed will um, jump the Fed rate up 75 basis points again later this month. Yeah, no, and and that's and that's essentially what it is. Now, there's one kind of little pocket that I guess you could find a silver lining. So you're starting to see some some pockets that specifically in June in the leisure and hospitality sector. So you had hourly workers getting about over a 15 percent annual pay increase this past winter. So this past month, that increase was only 10.2%. So it's definitely tough for the these workers in this sector dealing with inflation and their wages, wages clearly are not rising with the rate of inflation. 
However, it is showing some pockets of wage, uh, the tight wages cooling down a bit is what the Federal Reserve wants to see. What the markets wants to see is the economy cooling down, believe it or not. They want to see, they don't want to see job, job numbers beat expectations. They want to see them in line or lower than expectations. But the big number that's, that all eyes will be set on next week is the consumer price index will this will we will be released I think Thursday or Friday. That's going to be the the big kahuna that the market's going to be looking at and hopefully we can see inflation surprise to the downside because the market really wants to see that the economy is cooling down. We're seeing inflation cooling down, which means a less aggressive Federal Reserve, which which means the bond market can kind of normalize and there can actually be some level of certainty because right now it's just total uncertainty right now in the stock market and in the bond market and it's just trying to price it in and that's why we're seeing these big these big swings every day. I, I noticed uh, Levi's is raising their dividends and it's kind of interesting. The CEO said... Uh, you know, people are working from home now and wearing jeans. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and this is kind of one of those um, consumer, um, it's kind of consumer staple stocks, right? And we've seen a bunch of companies uh, this year and last year increase their dividends, and this is just another form of a company returning profits to shareholders in the in the form of a dividend, right? And we've seen a lot of that, whether it's been in the form of dividends and share buybacks. So yeah, you know, uh, D- Levi's even in a maybe in a res- like if we hit a full blown recession, that might slow down a bit. But right now, if you're an owner, if you're an owner of Levi's stock, definitely happy to see that dividend increase because that's just more money in your pocket. Jeremiah, uh, thanks once again. Uh, we'll get an update from you here as the stock market opens up in just a couple minutes, and then we will uh, talk to you again coming up on Monday morning. Thanks, gents. At buying or selling a home in the near future, you need to hire a real estate agent that you know you can trust to have your best interest in mind. This is Mike Casper for Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty. And in this market, it's more important than ever to make sure you have a respected agent that operates with integrity and is experienced and knowledgeable. That's why when you're ready to buy or sell a home or invest in real estate, your first call should be to Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty at 208 888 They have five offices across the Treasury. Valley and plenty of realtors and experts in real estate to help you out. They have the experience and expertise to get you through the buying or selling process. I know a lot of you have heard that in this market, it's impossible for first time home buyers to purchase a home. It has gotten more difficult, but I can tell you for a fact that that statement is not true because we have a 23 year old son who just purchased his first Home, Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty, helped him through the process to get approved, to make the offer, and to get approved to buy the home. They can do the same for you. That's why it's important to remember the number, 208-888-4128. That's just a few of the reasons that you should call and talk to an expert at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty. They can also show you some of the first-time homebuyer programs where you can get in for as little as 3% down. They have locations across the Treasure Valley, Boise, Caldwell, Parma, Fruitland, and even Ontario, plus offices in Sun Valley and Idaho Falls. 208-888-4128. 208-888-4128. Download the 670 KBOI app for your smartphone for free. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI.
742. He's Chris Walton. I'm Mike Casper. Open phones Friday, uh, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. We understand that sometimes maybe you can't call. You can also email us. Mike at KBOI.com. Chris at KBOI.com. Text us, uh, same as our main number, 208-336-3700. Would you like to own a, an actor's home? It's up for sale here in Boise. Aaron Paul has put his Boise house up for sale. Hmm. Aaron from Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also um, in the final season of, uh, let, uh, what is it called? Let's Call Saul. West, Westworld. Or, no, yeah, Let's Westworld. Call Saul. Uh, yeah, he's also West, Westworld, too. I forgot uh, another season of Westworld. He was, on, he was on Sister Wives for a while. Aaron Paul saying goodbye to his first house that he ever bought in Boise. Uh, now, of course, he grew up in Idaho, grew up and born and raised in Emmett for a short time. He's lived in Meridian, but this was his actual first home he ever bought. They lived down in Twin Falls for a while, too. Yeah. Property is 1732 East Warm Springs Avenue. Um, if you want to buy a home, it's an absolutely beautiful home, by the way. Uh, Frank Lloyd Wright-inspired home. It's totally unique, comes two bedrooms, two baths, and has an indoor geothermal swimming pool. So it's one of the old, uh, it's in the old Warm Springs area mm-hmm. with the big houses. Yes. Okay, makes sense. Um, now, it, for a two-bedroom, two-bath, you're thinking, oh, maybe that's affordable. It is if you consider $1.3 million affordable. You know, if you consider $1.3 million affordable, chances are you consider everything affordable. Um, he also had it listed on Airbnb for a short time after he bought it. He uh, rented it out for $395 a night. You could crash at his pad back then um then people found out that it was aaron paul's place and they started taking things <laughs> so they, they they took it off airbnb <laughs> hey hey this is aaron's pillow i'm gonna take this with me i'm guessing if you a- offered maybe full price and said hey i will give you your 1.3 million four hundred uh forty nine thousand five hundred dollars if you leave all your furniture yeah, and belongings gotta, that are there it's, right it's now. It's got to be as is so I can yeah. make a living selling your stuff. Yeah, exactly. Then then, then maybe you might get some of his stuff and won't have to steal it. But anyway, it is up for sale once again, um, his first ever sale. And if you're, if you're thinking, oh, that's too bad. He's moving out of, uh, uh, out of Idaho. No, uh, he built himself a uh, probably something that is... 10 times more expensive than, than the uh, house he built in uh, here, he, or he had here. Somewhere he, nearby? He built uh, in McCall. Mm. Uh, by the way, that that made it onto Architectural Digests uh, in 2020. Five-bedroom yeah, cabin-style home yeah, up in McCall. That's, that's what pushed us off the list, I think, that uh, that year, right? Uh, of not, not being able to buy the No, not the being home. able to... Uh, be in the architectural digest yeah <laughs> that's what pushed you off is yeah aaron aaron paul's home they didn't want to have two in the yeah. same town well exactly so he's still uh, an idaho resident still has his mm-hmm. home in mccall but now when he comes he just goes straight to mccall instead of here in boise it's time for a uh, another check on what's going on with sports one final time this morning brought to you by fat guys fresh delay don't forget they are open monday through saturday uh, every day beginning at 10.30 in the morning, and that includes now East Boise, which will be opening up on Saturday for the first time this weekend. Get in today. Find out why they are rated the number one deli in Idaho. And, of course, it is Friday, and that means it's clam chowder day. Some of the best clam chowder you're going to find anywhere at Fat Guy's Fresh Deli. If you are a Seattle Mariners baseball fan, you've got to be pretty excited right now. Your team is right on the doorstep of playing 500 ball, and they are starting to hit the heck out of the baseball just like they did last night. 
The wind up in the one two. Swing and a line shot to left field. Going back, Ariel to the one. He track feeling for the wall. Leaps up. Off his glove and over the fence for a home run. Holy smokes. Martis Gurriel Jr. going back. Hit off his glove. Bounced over the wall into the Blue Jays bullpen. Dylan Moore with his fifth home run of the season. It gives the Mariners a 3-1 to one lead. That was a call last night on Cairo Radio. 7.10 a.m. in Seattle as the Mariners got themselves going against the Blue Jays, but they didn't stop there. The 1-1 pitch. Swing and a well-hit ball deep to left field, and this one is gone over the hand-operated scoreboard. It falls down below into Edgar's Cantina. A.U. Hanio Suarez, good vibes only. His third RBI of the night, his 14th home run of the season. Suarez with a line shot home run to left, and it's now the Mariners 8 and the Blue Jays 3. Yep. All right, Mariner fans, you can be excited. You are officially at 500 baseball now, 42-42, and 8-2 and two in your last 10 games, and your run differential is now on the plus side, plus 17. These are all good things. But the Houston Astros are running away with the division right now. They're 13 games ahead with a record of 54-28. and 28. How does that stack up? It's the second best record in uh, the entire American League with only the Yankees playing better ball. It's because the Yankees have the most wins in baseball at 60 and 23. I'm Rick Worthington. Traffic. Powered by Beacon Plumbing. Stop freaking. Call Beacon. KBOI. Traffic. Today from 10 to 1, it's Dan Bongino. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Open phones Friday, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, It is brought to you once again by Fast Eddie's. Get into Fast Eddie's today. Uh, You can start your day off right every single day with Earl of Sandwich, voted best casual dining on TripAdvisor. Uh, also available through their drive-thru, and you can start your day off because they have breakfast sandwiches, bacon, sausage, ham, or breakfast burritos. Get into Fast Eddie's today. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Kenny and Boise, thanks for being patient. You're on News Talk KBY. Good morning to you. Hey, good morning, guys. Listen, uh, I, uh, when you guys were talking about that house on Warren Springs, you brought back memories. I was actually working uh, on that house, uh, me and another guy. It was an all-day project, and I was on that house the day that uh, Reagan got shot. Uh, those are some of the memories that I have oh, living wow, here that in the was a long time ago. all these years. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah, forty-one that was years. A great house. I loved it. It was so cool. Yeah, I I saw pictures of it last night when I saw this uh, story and took a tour uh, through their uh, video. It's a it's a pretty amazing, cool house in, in the way it's built. And like I said, if you like uh, Frank Lloyd Wright inspired buildings this is this is one of those it's really cool so you basically yeah. have a, a a view of the indoor geothermal pool from any place in the house which Sounds is kind of cool too so it's almost like they built the pool and then built the house, built the house around, around it, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so anyway but yeah i like uh, i like listening to that i lived on warm springs there for a while about 10 blocks down across the street uh when I was a young guy, also, but that uh, was a nice that was a nice area, and all those houses that were heated by geothermal walked worked on a lot of them. It's pretty amazing. Very cool. And we have the one of the oldest and largest geothermal uh, systems in the world, in the country here that mm-hmm. I know of. Yeah, yeah I think I, th- cool. I think you're correct. Yeah, I've taken all the, through that area. I've taken the tour train. 
<laughs> hey, seems how uh, seems how you guys aren't out having breakfast anywhere. I got to hurry up and uh, take off. I'm going to go over to Cloverdale uh, plumbing because the ladies over there are going to make burritos for the guys before they get out. So you're so you're Everybody's still getting today, breakfast so. this morning. I'm still going to get breakfast this morning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I did. Well, I did listen, not I know. Like, uh, I did not I know like plumbers. In, to, go ahead. Sorry. Go, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I said I didn't know plumbers encouraged Mexican food, but now I do. Oh yeah, we yeah we like it. Uh, we like you know what I tell you what we like Mexican food is almost as much as our customers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, all right, Kenny, well, listen, uh, uh, you you take care and uh, always enjoy listening to you and uh, and thanks for everything. All right, thank you very much, Kenny uh, from Gloverdale Plumbing, sponsor of our hometown breakfasts. Uh, nice to see he continues with his breakfast mm-hmm. even when we don't. He'll, he'll he'll contact us on Friday now. You know, a, a nice a nice guy would deliver some of those burritos too. Come on, he's a nice guy. His, his favorite morning show. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, KBY, yeah, later he'll call up and say, "I did deliver them to my favorite morning show." KBOI News Time seven fifty six. Powered by Beacon Plumbing. Stop freaking. Call Beacon. KBOI Traffic. And Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Just a few hours, the president will be signing this executive order. It would take steps to protect access to medication abortion and push back on efforts to keep women from traveling across state lines. It would also move to protect patient-sensitive medical information, and the administration will provide leave for federal workers traveling for medical care. Much of this has already been outlined by administration officials over the last few weeks. It does not go as far as Democrats or advocates are calling for. But the president has been very clear on this. Without congressional action, his options are very limited. And this morning, that list is growing. At least 13 states have stopped nearly all abortion services. We'll keep an eye on this this morning. If the uh, president uh, does make his announcements, as is expected sometime this morning, and it happens during our show, um, we will go to that. So we're keeping an uh, eye on that this morning. Uh, the one thing that you know you heard in that little uh, clip there uh, about stopping women from traveling out of state, I just I don't get how states can do that. Yeah, I, I'm not sure about it myself. I don't, I don't know if that's hyperbole or if there is a way that a state can say, sorry, if you're going to leave the state for medical procedures, um, you can't. We're going to stop you. I mean, they can't stop people for no. right now. For And I'll give an instance. And I'm talking Idaho here because we live in Idaho. Idaho is one of the states that has a trigger law that I believe next month would take effect, 30 days. So it's going to be either late this month or, or next month that, mm. that it would take effect. Um Idaho can't stop people from traveling across the state line into Ontario to buy weed. How are you going to stop somebody from traveling across uh, into Ontario to have an abortion? <laughs> I, I'm serious. I, uh, I'm, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I, I agree. I thought, that, it was, I thought it was an odd comparison, but it's actually somewhat apt. It, it's. It, it, I mean, this is one of those things that state law, it, you know, it, it says that Idaho doesn't allow weed in any way, shape, or form. Right. Um, state law the, the, the says people. that, you know, after you want, yeah. once this goes into effect, that they will not allow abortions in any yeah. way, shape, or form in the state of Idaho. The people who go over to Oregon and, uh, buy weed and then transport it back into Idaho, uh, they, they do know that, uh, they're breaking the law, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. But I, they do I, it anyway. And I get it that you travel and then you're, tra- you know, going across the state to buy it. 
isn't illegal. No, you can go on vacation if you want mm-hmm. to in another state and do all you want. But as soon as you grab that and then bring it back into the state, that is, that is illegal. We right. can't even stop that. So how are you going to stop? How are you even going to know? There's so many questions that I have with this. Um, you know, in, in talking about the executive order, part of the executive order that is predicted that Biden will sign today um, will stop states from not allowing people to travel out of state to have medical procedures. Um, and in addition to that, will also stop um, from having medical records released mm-hmm. to the state. And that's another thing I don't understand. Only- it's like we still have HIPAA laws. How can a state get medical records for somebody without the permission of the person who is getting the medical procedure done. I don't understand. And the, the only people I've ever known who weren't allowed to leave the state were those on parole or on, on uh, probation. And even then, a lot of times they, they leave the state. And of course, unless they have the little band on their ankle. <laughs> Makes it well. You can't even leave your own property. That makes case, it right? a little more difficult to uh, do that. Yeah. So, I mean, I have a lot of questions here uh, uh, about, and I don't, I don't know if this is, like I said, hyperbole to get people to be more outraged about it. I don't. In my personal opinion, I do not have a problem with what the Supreme Court did, returning the power to the states to decide as they want according to the Constitution. Um. But some of these things that, that are being talked about, and none of them have been put into practice, but we keep getting warnings that this is, this is going to uh, happen. You already have states, Washington, uh, California, have both said that in case, and once again, I don't understand how this would happen, uh, but maybe it, maybe it could, uh, I'm not a legal expert, that they would not participate in any way, shape, or form with another state trying to prosecute someone who has gone from another state to their state to get an abortion. Right. Okay. So, you know, the the sheriff, uh, a sheriff in one of the counties in Washington earlier this week said that they would not help in an in investigation in any way, shape, or form if, uh, if a state asked them to help to investigate. So, uh, once again, if you're asking, it, 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 it's something that's happening in another state. It's, it's like going, hey, we're going to give you, and maybe this is a stretch, we're going to give you a speeding ticket, even though you're from Idaho, you were speeding in Washington, so we're going to give you a ticket here in Idaho for your speeding in Washington. You, just, <laughs> you can't do that. There was a time when you could get a speeding ticket in another state and ignore it. Uh, that time has passed because, <laughs> you know, of computers and whatnot. Hmm. Was that directed at me? Only partially. At a $400 speeding ticket in Washington. Did it, and it did, and it, and it did in fact cost you four hundred dollars. Uh, no, because I uh, moved to California and I just ignored it. And like you said, now I wouldn't be able to exactly. because of computers. But back in the eighties, uh, when was when did I move to California from Washington? I, I think it was nineteen eighty five. They weren't sharing as much. Back they weren't. Then. Yeah, they weren't sharing. So um, you know that uh, eventually just went away. Of course, now I said it on the radio, but I think my statute of limitations is possibly probably gone out that's been let's see 20 to 37 years on a on a speeding ticket i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it i'm has, sure yeah. it's okay and or maybe it's like you know book fines uh, that you don't return a book maybe i owe thousands and thousands of dollars they now. always waive those though you know when they get the book back after a hundred years they <laughs> they never make the people pay because the book is worth so much money yeah, after a hundred years this is also some interesting news uh, on a lighter note this morning uh, Vice President Harris has been put on sale. Now, this is in the process. Everything is going up under the Biden administration. 
Except for this apparent one thing, Democratic National Committee has reportedly cut prices for fundraising photo ops with Vice President Kamala Harris. It's gone from a whopping $15,000. That's right. They charged $15,000 if you wanted a picture of yourself with the Vice President. And since nobody was taking advantage of that, at $15,000, they have now dropped it to $5,000. It's like nobody knows how to Photoshop anymore. She's like the J.C. Penney of vice presidents. Hmm. Hey, $15,000, we're cutting the price 60%. Today only. Take advantage. Forget the pose for a photo with the vice president. Now, you you could possibly imagine that Twitter went crazy when they uh, heard the uh, news of this. Twitter users immediately seized on uh, Harris' apparent lack of popularity, saying the vice president would have to pay them to pose for a photo. Another one, Noel America tweeted, Wonder what they could draw if she promised not to show up. <laughs> uh, John Cypher uh, at Cypher said, uh, I guess this inflation thing might be overblown. Another Twitter user wrote, Still $5,000 more than it's probably worth. The uh, DNC would not answer questions about the slash prices or the reason behind uh, the fact that they postponed Harris's fundraising event last month, although recent polling shows that her approval rating has sunk to a dismal 28%, according to a USA Today Suffolk University poll. That could have something to do with it. She's just not that popular. I'm, I'm a little uh, a little uneasy when you, uh, you know, tell me that the first black vice president has a price on her. I'm thinking, okay, that's not, that's not a good look. <laughs> But in all fairness, it's a price she set for herself. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, does that make it a little bit better for you? <sighs> Partially. Yeah. KBOI News Time is uh, eight sixteen. Stick around. Uh, we'll get traffic and weather here. It is open phones Friday two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pound six seventy on your Verizon wireless. We'll take a quick break for traffic and weather when we come back. Don't forget we have that fifty dollars gift certificate that uh, you can win for Biscuit and Hogs with our Casper and Chris damn near impossible question. That's on the way next. Traffic powered by Beacon Plumbing. Stop freaking. Call Beacon. KBOI traffic. Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Phone lines once again are open. It is Open Phones Friday, brought to you by Fast Eddie's and Meridian. You want to save money on gas, that is the place to do it. Only place in the Treasure Valley you're going to go in uh, with a dirty car, come out with a clean car, and get a fill-up where you instantly can save 30 cents a gallon on that fill-up just by purchasing a uh, car wash, full-service car wash, once again, at Fast Eddie's. You can also save up to $1.10 more per gallon with 10 cents off if you have a Chevron card and another dollar if you have an Albertsons reward card where you can save up to a dollar every time you fill up also. That is a decent discount. It is. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Um, if you want to uh, write into us, you can also do that. Uh, Chris at KBOI.com is an email. Mike at KBOI.com. Send us an instant message through our fan page on Facebook. You can also uh, text us, same as our main number, um, whichever way you want to get through and talk to us today, you can. Got, um, an instant <clears throat> message from the fudge maker. Who says, looks like VP Harris isn't in the same league with President Trump. Trump currently charges $20,000. Harris now $5,000. Of course, he won the election and she didn't, no matter he was a failed president and she is a failed VP. Okay. Who, Opinions kind of uh, all over the place there, but who, yeah. Who, who pays? I mean, you, even $5,000. 
rich people. There is not that's, a that's, those, person I would rich ever... Rich people are the only ones who get invited to fundraisers in the first place. No, I get that, and I, I get, I guess, that it's tax deductible if you're, if you're donating suppose, to a presidential yeah. or vice presidential candidate. But if you've got, you know, if you've got six hundred million dollars, and somebody says, "Hey, how about five thousand for this?" You say, "Yes, no problem." Yeah, I, I would sell my, you know, for a thousand dollars if you want to take a photo with me. I've never really thought about anybody I'd, willing I'd, to pay that. I'll do it for nine seventy five. <laughs> I would do. I I would sell it I, for nine seventy five. Nine dollars and seventy five cents. Here's the thing. I I would do it for nine seventy five. Mm-hmm. I just. I mean, good grief! I can't think of anybody. There, there's nobody I don't think I would pay even a hundred dollars to get a picture with, and I have a hundred. I mean, I have enough money that I could afford. $100. I'm trying to think if I ever have paid to get my picture taken with anybody, and I don't think I have. I don't think I have either. I've had my picture taken. Like both of us have had our picture taken with multitudes of celebrities. Of celebrities, because you just that happens to you in radio, but um, and maybe I, that's why I wouldn't. I mean, if, if you know the average person doesn't get a chance to uh, do that, maybe they would pay. You know, if it was 25 bucks or 50 bucks or whatever to get a picture taken with Maybe some, so. you know, Katy Perry or somebody like that. I don't know. Uh, Larry writes in, some states with trigger laws have made it a felony to have an abortion and have said it. they find out women terminated a pregnancy. Someone notifies the state that they did, that the state would go after them. I haven't seen any trigger laws that make it a felony for the woman to get an abortion. Now, I've seen it a felony for a doctor yeah, to perform an abortion, That's but I haven't seen anywhere most that, of them. Yeah, that has a, a. It's a felony for a woman to get an abortion. Yeah, m- most of them go after the provider only. I said, for your information, Wyoming states anyone who violates the provision will be charged with a felony, whatever that means. Yeah, I don't know what that aiding means. aiding and abetting. Yeah, maybe it's aiding and abetting. And it, there's so much about this that I don't understand. And by the way, like the reason we're talking about this is um, Biden is expected sometime. This morning, I don't know if it's going to happen during our show, um, but if it does, uh, we'll listen in. But he's going to take executive action on abortion access following pressure from Democrats. Um, He's expected to instruct the Department of Justice and Health and Human Services uh, to push back against any state efforts to limit a woman's ability to go across state lines for illegal abortion um, to get federally approved abortion medication. Uh, another thing he's going to be signing, that's according to a report from the AAP. And once again, the the things that I don't understand on this is how would you stop, a, not just a woman, how would you stop anybody from crossing across state lines? I don't know. This is America. You're allowed to do that. Yeah. This isn't, you know, Germany where I'm, we must see our papers before you're allowed to go <laughs> across the lines. Um, he'll also ask the Federal Trade Commission to take steps to protect the privacy of those seeking information about reproductive care online. I know it's another thing that I have seen that uh, Google, Facebook, uh, one of the a few of the other alphabet companies um, are saying that they won't allow their search engines to be used to punish anybody. Oh, I see. Yeah, I, I I don't understand once again how you would do that without and the, federal and that's, subpoena. And again, that's kind of selective anyway because they use their search engines to uh, do all sorts of things that you wouldn't think they would do. And just because here here's the thing and, and and once again, this goes in the headline of a thing I don't understand with this thing, just because someone searches out information on abortion or mm-hmm. a state's abortion doctors or doesn't mean they got an abortion. All it means is they looked online and tried to get some information. That doesn't mean... I mean, I could look it up, and I, I'm not going to be 
getting an abortion, although some people believe I could because as a man I can get pregnant, I can have periods, and I can have an abortion. I don't agree with that. But as a guy, I could I could look up and do a Google search. Does that mean I could be, you know, put in prison because I well, searched, searched Google for let's, let's put it abortion on information? Or, it, Abortion information? If it turns out in the future that the nation has become considerably more fascist than it already is, then yes. So there's a lot of things on this that uh, not quite, you know, making a dent in how I'm trying to figure out how this. We mentioned also HIPAA laws. HIPAA laws didn't go away with this. So HIPAA laws, doctor cannot share your information unless you give permission to do mm-hmm. it. I mean, they've even had, they've even had, where there have been even in the with, past, even with a warrant, I think. Even, right? yeah, yeah, even with a warrant, there's been times in the past that they said, "Hey, we want their medical information." It's like, sorry, if they don't give their permission, we can't give it to. You. It's like, no, we have a warrant. Libraries used sorry, to, can't. Libraries used to refuse uh, police requests all the time to get somebody's library card and have a, a list of what they had been checking out. Really, which is like the internet now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Vicky writes in Mike at KBY.com says, "I think you're misinterpreting." stop women from going out of state. I think it was meant to keep women from having to go out of state. No, it was the other way around. No, it was the, it was the other yeah. way around, yeah. Um, Joe writes in, um, also, is the UPS, FedEx, and USPS going to inspect and refuse to deliver any package from out of state with abortion pills that are safe, uh, safely effective up to 10 weeks after conception and can be used even later with higher risks? We are reaching a Three Stooges era. That's another good point because they want to. They they also have, you know, we have heard in in some instances, and I don't understand how they're going to do it. That they want to have people stopped from going out of state to get medical abortions, which yeah. a, a, a large majority now are not medical procedures. Are not medical procedures. Yeah. They're actual medicine that is used about I think the last I saw was like 70% of abortions are now um performed using pills. So how how do you stop somebody who, you know, goes out of state? Say say they they go out of state, they don't get a surgery, but they go out of state, they get the prescription, the pres- prescription is is sent to their home. Who's going to be inspecting this? It's illegal to inspect people's like, mail. Like most things, I think it would have to start with somebody complaining. And once again, who's going to complain in this particular well, like, situation? Like, okay, you and I are not allowed to swear on the air, and probably we'll get fired if we do, right? Mm-hmm. However, the station won't get fined unless somebody actually complains that we swore well, on the don't air. Don't tell people that. Well, we didn't. Well, we haven't. Not now, but it, I mean, it could be accidental. Have now you, people have know you, all they have, have to do ever, is complain. Have you ever accidentally sworn on the air? Yeah. Really? I never have. Well, I've accidentally sworn when I thought I wasn't on the air oh, and well, actually okay. was on the air. But no, I have never sworn when I was on the air. One of the first things I learned is, is they said, uh, number one, get yourself out of the habit of using swear words if you are in the habit. And number two, if you are anywhere near a microphone, just assume it's always on. Mm-hmm. My, my wife... Um, it's pretty interesting because she's like, I don't understand. She goes, even when you're home, you don't cuss. And I go, I'm I'm out of the practice of doing it because yeah. I am on the radio. I don't want to get in the habit of always, you know, 
saying something even when I'm at home because then I'll forget and I'll say something while I'm on the air. And we've heard, we've heard utterances like that. That's why we have a, a, a delay yeah, button I, my dad, where people uh, forget that they're on the air and are talking like they normally would, and all of a sudden, boom, it's out there. My dad was the one that was adding on to our house, and he had a couple of church guys over, and they were helping him, you know, guys who were good at carpentry. And he just absolutely smashed his thumb, just ripped the skin <laughs> off of it and everything with a hammer, just absolutely. And he comes up with this bloody stump, and he looks around just, and he goes, gee, I wish I hadn't done that. <laughs> wow, that takes a lot of um, self-fortitude oh, to he, not be he, able to do that. He had control. One of my best lessons, I guess, probably why I don't do it, because I still remember it to this day, was in college radio. We carried the uh, basketball games yeah. for um, Spokane Falls and two people who were covering the game were trying to set up the equipment and they had the equipment plugged in and they couldn't figure it out <laughs> why it wasn't working and one of the guy goes why in the yeah. blank is this MFing thing yeah. not you know working and the whole time they were on the air they just didn't hear it <laughs> there in mm-hmm. um, and they use that uh, as an example and that happened when I was in college and I go Hmm, that's a good lesson for everybody oh, not to uh, yeah. be cussing. Definitely. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon. We'll take a uh, quick break here, get a final check on traffic and weather. We are just uh, 13 minutes away for our KBOI Sweet Deal of the Week. Don't forget, Biscuit and Hogs, $50 gift certificate up for $25. That's on the way in 13 minutes. Go to KBOI.com, click on that Sweet Deals link, and take advantage. Traffic. Powered by Beacon Plumbing. Stop freaking. Call Beacon. KBOI Traffic. For your Google Play, simply say, hey Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 8.52, it is uh, Friday. That means open phones Friday. We'll talk about anything you want to talk about. Now we do that all the time you know the show is always about you uh but on fridays uh it doesn't have to be necessarily something we happen to be talking about yeah at the time if you want to uh bring go, something up you can go off track you can mm-hmm. use non sequiturs we don't care uh jan wrote, wrote in and says uh, okay to satisfy idaho when a woman first learns she's pregnant place an ankle security bracelet on her so idaho can track her travels I think Jan's being facetious. I hope that's sarcasm. I, I think it is. Yeah. When, I don't think again, that would satisfy everybody in Idaho. Maybe a few. It, I mean, if you don't want people to know that you're having an abortion, don't tell anybody. <laughs> and, and then how is anybody going to know? There are some people who have no concept of keep quiet. They don't. They don't have a clue how to do it. Don't get on Facebook and Twitter and say, hey, look, I'm pregnant, uh, but I don't want my baby, so I'm going to abort it, leaving for California for my abortion vacation on Tuesday. We'll be back on Thursday. Don't post that, that crap. And I mean, it's up to you if, if you don't want people to know about it. Uh, let's see. Mike wrote in. Okay, this is Mike wrote this same thing in yesterday. It still applies. Uh, I didn't get a chance to read it yesterday, though. He says... Uh, Gents, please visit a gun store to take a look at the difference in bullet size and velocity of various arms. The assault-style weapons are not just glorified twenty-two or two-two-three weapons. Nobody said they were. Apparently, he thought he heard that at some point. Oh, yeah, no, nobody, nobody said that they were. I think the the point that I made yesterday, if you talk to uh, 
gun enthusiasts, and I think I made the point, it's like go to a gun range and, and talk to somebody who actually owns and has fired an AR-15 style uh, rifle. And I, I heard uh, a gentleman had called into uh, Nate Shulman's show earlier this week, which was talking about it. He doesn't own any of them anymore, but he used to. And, and Nate had asked him, he goes, well, why, why don't you own them anymore? And he goes, because they're crappy guns. He goes, they're not particularly powerful. They're not great for hunting. He goes, they, they are not accurate. They're just not good guns. They're way better guns if you're going to go out and actually want to shoot something. I think they're probably pretty good at scaring off intruders. Up close, they would probably work very... I think any any gun would work up close very well. If I had one, I think I'd put a big picture of it in the front window. Some people do do that. I know. Uh, Dwayne writes in. Once again, this is off, off subject, but uh, it is Open Phones Friday, and it's an email, so it's not even a phone call. Dwayne writes in, uh, when does Josiah Colt of Capital Insurrection fame get sentenced? Maybe he can call into your show and give you his side of the story, like the BS excuse-filled interview Pam Hempel gave Channel 7. I don't hmm. have Josiah's uh, phone number. We, you might remember a few weeks ago we did talk to someone who had uh, pled innocent, and now once she pled innocent and decided not to take the deal, take the deal, she got charged with six more felony charges right. in the insurrection. That was uh, Yvonne St. Cyr, who is from the Treasure Valley. Um, she just feels absolutely that she did nothing wrong. You know, I, I had never met her in my life, and the next day I ran into her again. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. She was out walking her dog. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, before you, this is an, another email, Mike, at KBY.com. Oh, Jan, Jan says, total sarcasm. Yes, yeah, that's, I, what, I, that's what we thought. Um, uh, before you make a decision on election fraud, this is something we were talking about yesterday with the uh, my pillow guy saying that they're he still says there's election fraud going on in Idaho, even though that we have done audits to prove that there is no election fraud uh, after the, the presidential election and also after the primary election that was just uh, in May. Uh, before you make any uh, decision on election fraud, we need impartial people looking into our elections thoroughly. If you count and recount counter, counterfeit money, you get the same dollar amount every time. Republicans, have, We have pointed that out, by the way. Yeah. You know, people are like, well, we, we counted the votes again. Yes, but we, we, what they were saying was that some of the votes shouldn't have been counted to begin with. Republicans and Democrats in our state both belong to the Uniparty. They won't find fraud. Our own Phil McGrain accepted Zuckerbuck's uh, funds for his county and encouraged other counties to do the same. $500 million from Zuck had no effect, huh? I uh, brought people uh, going through our voter rolls, filling false votes, i.e. little over McGeehan. I the the thing we pointed out yesterday when we were talking about this um with the my pillow guy Mike Lindell making once again in an interview uh, accusations that Idaho saw widespread fraud uh fraud, fraud. with uh their um in 44 counties in 44 counties out of 44 with their uh election electronic electronic machines. election machines right. and there are seven counties in the state that don't have election machines the biggest county in the state doesn't have an election. Ada County does not have election machines. So when you say that there's fraud that happened in all 44 counties with the election machines, you lose credibility right there. Because there are seven counties who don't use election well, machines. I know. We, we, we fill, in, in Ada County, we fill out paper, but the paper is read by a machine, isn't it? It's read by a machine, yeah. Well, there you go. But once again, when you do the audit, and then then you're, you're doing the audit, you're you're counting the votes that were done on paper. True. 
208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. We'll take a break. News at the top of the hour. Um, should more people be charged in the shooting that happened this last week? The Great One, Mark Levin, tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 9.05 into the final hour. Oh, I forgot to check. I'm guessing it's probably gone. But let me do a quick uh, refresh for you. Uh, yeah, sold out under five minutes. I, I was going to keep track of how quickly it sold out, but uh, completely sold out Biscuit and Hogs. Um, within the first minute and 30 seconds, there were only like 45 left. Mm-hmm. So sometime between a minute and 45 and here uh, at 9.06, they uh, completely sold out. There were 100 of them gone. For those of you who got your biscuit and hog sweet deal at half price today, congratulations. For those who didn't, try harder next time. John has written in. John says, I would agree that our current liberal government is on a big push to get rid of fossil fuels one day down the road as a planet will likely get there. Going cold turkey on fossil fuels is a meth pipe dream. I like that. I've never heard that one before. <laughs> meth pipe dream. Today, electric vehicles are impractical anywhere outside of an urban setting if you have to drive more than 100 miles per day. Bottom line is the technology is not there yet. For me, I need to have 500 plus miles of range and be able to fill my tank or battery in 15 minutes like I can today. I uh, talked to a uh, friend and his wife. They both uh, own two electric cars. One he drives, one she drives. And then they have a third pickup on top of that. And I asked, well, why do you, why do you need that, that pickup truck? And they said, well, we use our electric vehicles here locally. Mm-hmm. And I said, just to drive around? He goes, yeah, driving back and forth to work, going to the grocery store. And I go, well, then why do you have to have the pickup truck? And he said, well, if we ever go on a trip, then we use our pickup truck. And I go, well, why is that? And he goes, because we only have about 300 miles that we're able to drive with uh, our with yeah. our vehicles, and then we have to find a place to charge. Sometimes that is difficult to find a, a place to charge, and it also takes a really long time to get the vehicles charged, so it's just easier to continue to drive with a pickup truck. So for anybody who's going as of right now, it's like, hey, electric vehicles are great. You just have to have three cars now instead of two cars, because if unless you don't want to travel anywhere, yeah. apparently. Don writes in, Mike at KBY.com, says the U.S. has been sending uh, our emergency uh, oil, uh, strategic oil, out of the country because we don't need it if we use electric cars. Amazed that people do not understand that electric cars just need batteries to operate. They do not need gas or oil. We don't need oil or gas if we all buy electric cars. Why is this so hard for everyone to understand? The only one that gets it and believes me is my husband, Don. Well, I just gave you an example of why... You know, somebody doesn't believe it. Somebody wants to drive from here to Boston. They probably don't want to take an electric car because you'd have to stop and it'd be and, like and plug it in a lot. It'd be like the old days. It'd take a month to get there. On the other hand, a hybrid works out pretty well for that. Yeah. Uh, Rich in Boise, good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. I'm trying to figure out your logic that uh, it's okay to pass laws to make it legal. <laughs> to go out of state to get an abortion because you don't know how they would get caught? Was that your logic? No, you misquoted everything I said. You didn't say that you you weren't talking about how would anybody catch them? 
going I, out of state to yeah, get an abortion? I, I said, I don't understand the laws. Uh, first of all, I haven't seen anybody do it yet, um, but I don't understand how they would enforce it. I said, I don't understand the laws if they would. Indeed. Yeah, he didn't say he was okay with it because yeah. they couldn't enforce it. He yeah, just said he I, didn't understand how they I, would do I don't it. understand how they would do it. Well, it's just like, uh, does it, but it doesn't really matter how they would do it. It's a fact that it would be illegal and it could be done. But, uh, and I use the example uh, right yeah. now, for instance, it's illegal to go to Ontario to buy weed, but yet everybody does it and nobody in the state stops it from happening. But it's not illegal to go to Ontario. It's only illegal to buy the weed and come back. Exactly. So and, how would they, if, they if, if that's it, the case, then how would they stop somebody from going to Ontario? Which Planned Parenthood has already set up a, a move their their Boise location to Ontario. How would they how would they stop somebody from going over there if they can't even stop they, people from buying weed and bringing it into Idaho? Because they don't really try to stop people from buying weed and coming back and they're not going to stop every car to figure it out okay so now take that a step uh, further some, with abortion well, how would if, they do it with abortion well if somebody reported somebody that got an abortion and they investigated it and they could find out that they did that's how they, they would arrest them and how would that's how would they, they find would that do. that's the that's the part i don't understand how would they find well, out we I, still I, have hipaa well, laws so they doctors uh, couldn't turn over that information without the well, permission of the patient doctors, doctors could turn over that information with a warrant from a judge no they can't if there were yes they Hippo, can. Hippo laws we, can. we've argued this we've argued about this before and yes a judge can order HIPAA laws turned over well just look send it me, up yes yeah, i i have looked it up so well, send, chris, chris chris looked it up and stop, told you okay. on air about it look it up again are, are you okay? I don't want you to have a heart attack this morning. Well, Rich. No, no, I mean, you're, we yell, were on you're yelling. You're yelling. Thank you for yelling at us. You're done. Uh, Randy and Boise, good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Yeah, you're talking about electric cars. And uh, you're probably aware of the fact that uh, electric cars and their batteries and everything else require a lot of exotic meta- metals and other chemicals that aren't even available in the United States. And a further example of that, there's a proposal in the road on 95 north of Winnemucca off to the west. There's a deposit, I guess, very bad. I don't know. remember which exotic metal or chemical it is. but uh, And they're proposing a mine there. And, of course, the environmentalists who want electric cars are fighting like mad that they don't put that mine in there. So this, there's no logic to what we're talking about at all in terms of a, a long-term large-scale change in this country especially in the west like you said the distances are you know 300 miles won't get you very far and there isn't much when you get there so it doesn't it none of it makes any sense but that's not an issue sense being it yeah, and, and we've talked a lot about this before. I th- I think eventually, and maybe I'm even wrong in, th- in that particular, that maybe there'll be something more technologically advanced that would be better than electric vehicles. Um, but eventually, uh, I think you're going to see a lot more. I mean, you're already seeing it with people who want to to take advantage of electric vehicles. And as gas prices have gotten higher, people are starting to look at them um as as more of uh, an alternative but right now in the way that we're at right now and unless there is a huge jump in infrastructure and, and i'm not talking about a little 
I'm talking about a huge jump. You're not going to be able to see um, electric vehicles being used. Like right now, if you wanted to use it in the state of Idaho, you couldn't because if you traveled north, you'd have to have somebody bring you a generator to recharge your char- car before you got to mm-hmm. um, Lewiston or Coeur d'Alene. There are no electric charging stations anywhere. Um, I'm not even sure if they're in Lewiston. I would guess maybe Lewiston is big enough that they would probably have a char- charging location somewhere in Lewiston or possibly Coeur d'Alene. But, you know, even in the state of Idaho alone, unless you, you know, lived in the Treasure Valley, you probably wouldn't be able to use them, which and people do use them. Either go on, on going between to Seattle or going to Salt Lake City as well. Those are seven, six, seven, eight-hour drives, depending. And not only gas stations have 10, 20, 30 pumps, so that 10, 20, or 30 cars can refuel simultaneously in a few minutes. Just because there's a charging station doesn't mean there aren't going to be 20 cars lined up to use it. I saw a video over the weekend in California that showed a charging station with, oh, it probably had uh, 100 cars in line. Really? Um, waiting to be charged because, the, you know, and they had a lot of charging stations. There were probably 20 charging stations there. But there just were that many people in California who have electric vehicles who had to get charged, and they were traveling because it was the 4th of July weekend, mm-hmm. and were having to wait there. Because you can't just go and fill up like, like we do if you're going to have gas in, in five minutes. You know, At minimum, even on the fast charging, it's going to take you um, 15 minutes to half an hour to get charged, you know, to enough to get going back on the road. Right. Thank you for the call, mm-hmm. Randy. See, I, I did see. I did want to say this. Um, we talked uh, about the pickup. It looks super cool. I saw my first uh, Rivian pickup here in the Treasure Valley yesterday, out by my house. Is that right? I passed by, and it looked like it was something from the future, some space age thing. And I go, I'll bet that's the Rivian. Sure enough, I passed it, and right across the tailgate, Rivian electric vehicle. I wonder if there are pickups in space. I don't mean like in a space bar. I mean, you know. Anyway, um, this one's not signed. It says, wouldn't it be a good thing if the stock market went away for good? I think that would make America great again. I don't know. You, a lot of stuff needs financing. <laughs> Except for us that have money in the stock market. I don't want it going well, on with my money in it. True. And, uh, I mean, the stock market is, is a huge symbol of capitalism, which, you know, we are so far still capitalists. So maybe it wouldn't be a good thing if it went away. We'll take a break. 916-208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. One thing I wanted to talk about earlier this week, and we didn't have a chance to do it, and I want to get your input on this. Um, the father of the Highland Park suspect, suspected shooter could be held criminally liable for sponsoring his guns, his son's gun permit application. That's according to legal experts. Um, this ties into some of the red flag laws, and I want to get your input do you think the father of the shooter should be held criminally liable for what his son did because he sponsored his gun or his son's ability to uh, buy the five guns, including the one that uh, he used to shoot up the Highland Park area parade last week? Um, we'll talk about that and get your input coming up here next. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless, or you can email chris at kboi.com or mike at kboi.com. Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. 
920-208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. It is Open Phones Friday, and they are packed right now, so let's go ahead and get to them. It's brought to you by Fast Eddie's in uh, Meridian. Uh, Gara, Gary, rather, sorry, Gary, uh, listening on 670 uh, AM. Good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Oh, good morning. Um, talking about electric cars, uh, I'm a retired electrical engineer, also have driven electric vehicles for over 10 years. There's kind of an elephant in the room. If we are planning to convert our nation from gas cars to electric vehicles, where is all the electrical energy going to come from to charge these things? I don't know. I, um, I saw a meme on Facebook recently. Uh, in California, where they were told that they had to stop running their air conditioning so much because it was so hot, because it was causing problems with the electric grid. And if that's the case, already they're being told that they can't <laughs> run their air conditioners in the summertime. What are, what's going to happen when you add 20 million electric vehicles to the uh, grid being charged all at once? It's actually closer. If you do uh, some quick searches, you'll find that we have about 250 million um, gas vehicles. If over the next 30 years we convert them to all electric, you do the numbers, you will find that we will need the equivalent of 100 Chernobyl-sized power plants to really? run just the electric vehicles alone. You know, I could uh, do all the numbers. I did them with my class at BSU last semester. And it's simple numbers. You have 250 million vehicles, roughly. Uh, an electric vehicle gets three to four miles per kilowatt hour. Your average passenger vehicle puts on about 15,000 miles a year. You do all the numbers and figure out how much energy you need. And it would be essentially 100 uh, gigawatts of uh, power plant. Major problem with that is uh, people hate nuclear power more than they hate electric cars. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, another approach is if you have 2,000 miles of solar collector and um, you can charge your vehicles when the sun shines. The Californians are finding out that the sun does not shine at night. That does cause a problem. But um, <laughs> They're just finding they that should, out. They huh? should move to Alaska. <laughs> I just came from Alaska. I'll tell you, Yakutat is a nice place, but it is cloudy, it's cold, and it's windy. <laughs> but, um, yeah, about 2,000 square miles uh, of uh, solar collector uh, will do it. Wow. So you can start uh, paving over, let's say, uh, Nevada, maybe. <laughs> so somebody wants to do the numbers. Um, you have all the residents a couple hundred bucks to move away? Well, you have Death, Death, Death Valley. There, it's, it, the sun shines there a lot, right? And nobody goes there because... So desolate. Just cover all of Death Valley in huge solar panel. Yep, that would work. Um, all right. And then we just start building power lines across the nation to transmit all that electrical energy. Thank you for the call, Gary. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks. Bye-bye, guys. Interesting take from an engineer who has owned electric vehicles for mm-hmm. 10 years. Mike in Middleton, good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Yeah, hi. Good morning. Um, I live in Middleton where gasoline is usually about eight cents higher than it is in Boise. Now, I just paid $5.74 a gallon at Chevron for the non-ethanol, which is a little bit uh, higher because it's not diluted with alcohol. Okay. 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 What I want to know is why did Biden release... 5 million gallons of oil from our strategic reserve to go to China and other places overseas when I am paying 574. Okay, that's not 
that's just me. What about the cost of shipping products for diesel? Yeah. A lot of people are asking that question, by the way. Um, why did 5 million barrels of our strategic emergency reserve, you know, go out of the mm-hmm. United States? Because it's our reserve and was supposed to be released to help uh, alleviate prices here in the United for States. Us. Yeah. For us, not China or other countries. I want to know why. Yeah, I don't have an answer, and so far the administration hasn't said the reason why yet. Maybe they will uh, sometime today or this weekend. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Okay, bye. Um, Terry writes in, uh, don't electric cars need electricity made by fossil fuels, or did I get that wrong? No. No, not all. The majority, yes, still come from electricity, comes from fossil fuels, coal, um, for instance, um, natural gas. But like here in Idaho, most of our energy comes from renewable hydroelectric. Right. Now, that's not the case everywhere in the country, but, um, yeah, some of it, uh, a majority of it, I think uh, what I read was uh, like 60% still comes from fossil fuels, but they're trying to wean away from that, which is becoming more and more difficult. I don't know if you saw this, but um, coal fire plants are starting to be started up again here in the United States and in places like uh, China, India, in Europe, because they can't get gas because a lot of them receive their gas from russia and that's been cut off Mm. so the easiest thing to do when that happens is to restart your coal plants to start producing electricity which is the dirtiest electricity that you can possibly have but it's the easiest to get so even here in the united states coal plants are starting to be refired up because they need the electricity and don't have the natural gas resources to be able to uh, get it but especially in china india and other places in europe um, who don't get gasoline as readily as, you know, because we still produce quite a bit of electricity yeah. of ourselves. So Suzanne wrote in and says, uh, Rich, nobody is going to arrest anyone crossing state lines to get an abortion. No one is even discussing it. It's a straw man, ridiculous Democrat talking point aimed toward ignorant people to stir them up. Also, during a huge fire in California last summer, people were having to call friends with gas-powered vehicles to evacuate them because they couldn't charge up their electric vehicles because the fire had knocked out the power. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Have to take a break here, uh, get to news at the bottom of the hour. For those of you who are on the line, uh, stay right where you're at. Paul, John, Stephen, promise I'm going to get to you coming up after news. Don't go anywhere. Still have one line open if you want to get through. It is Open Phones Friday, 208-336-3700. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. 208 336 pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Once again, it is Open Phones Friday, brought to you by Fast Eddie's in Meridian. Want to save an instant 30 cents a gallon, like right now as you're listening to us. If you drive in, get a full-service car wash, take that receipt, you can fill up your car and get 30 cents a gallon off. You'll leave with a clean car and a full tank of gas and have paid less price for your fill-up than any place else in the Treasure Valley. No place else offers it. Get into Fast Eddie's in Meridian on Eagle Road. To the phones, uh, John, thank you for being patient. Good morning. You're on News Talk KBY. Good morning, guys. Wow, there's a lot of going on today. Uh, maybe I should walk, work backwards. Okay. The guy with the, uh, the, guy with the uh, energy analysis from BSU, I was surprised that they would actually say that out loud in public. That was awesome. <laughs> you need to get... You need to get him on your show like once a week just to educate people that are just so ignorant about 
plug it, just plug it in a battery operated car. It's all you need to do. It just needs a battery. Well, you know, a battery is made with copper and lead and lithium. All those are very dangerous uh, elements and they got to be dug out of the ground with mining equipment and you can't run a mining equipment on solar or any other because it's just not feasible. It's not sustainable. The word they don't want to say, they, they use on everybody else, but they won't apply it to themselves. It's not sustainable. Hmm. However, the reason why I called was a question you arose earlier about should the dad be held responsible for you know, endorsing the gun purchases that the shooter made. And you're going to have to say the names because I can't remember them. Well, I, we, 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 do, we don't give out the uh, names of the, oh, especially okay. the shooter, because we don't want to get them publicity. Because a lot of yeah, times that's true. what they're looking true. for. Well, isn't this the same guy then that uh, called the police on his two year, then two-year-old son? The same kid? Is it, did I hear those new stories backwards or something? I have not heard that. Oh, I, well, maybe I got the stories mixed up. But the story that I had put together was that at two years old, this kid was throwing a fit, and they called the police. Well, if that's their method of parenting, <laughs> I, I think they should be, that parent should be held, if that's the same person, should be held responsible for anything he does, after, well, at least up to 18. But in this case, uh, he endorsed it while for, for a weapon. I think they should be held responsible because they're just totally, totally ineptitude with their kids. Should be charged with child endangerment, uh, neglection of a child. You know, all that. No education, no parenting, nothing. Just allowed to be raised up in a pen like a some wild animal, and then expect them to act normal in society. Yeah, there's people should be parents should be a little bit afraid. I think of not spanking their kids when they need a spanking. That's what the problem is. We've, got, we've gotten parents afraid of spanking, and now we've got little wild Indians, uh, oops, sorry, wild animals that can't uh, control anything in their, in their lives. Their whole life is just way out of control. I was called a little wild Indian my whole life, so that's where that came from. Wild Native American. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, not you can wild say that Native American. You can say that and you'll be okay. fine. Um, thank you, thank you for the call. My hey, question is this: free roaming indigenous person. There you go. Um, my my other question would be: so, if you believe that the husband is culpable and should be charged criminally, should not the state authorities also be charged criminally? State authorities received a clear and present danger report for the suspected shooter following the September home visit, but determined that there was no action to be taken because he's, because he did not have an active gun permit or application in the system at the time. But wouldn't that, you know, they have red flag laws in, High, uh, in Highland Park. Wouldn't that be a red flag? And if you're going to charge the parrot and say, hey, even though he didn't pull the trigger, yeah. he helped, you know, the person get the gun, so he should go to prison too. If that's the case, shouldn't there be state representatives, authorities who should be going to prison because they did nothing with the clear and present danger report that was on file? I don't know. You can, you can spread that out until everybody's at fault for everything. James of uh, Garden City says the father who sponsored gun ownership for the Highland Park shooter should absolutely be held responsible. Here is why. He is basically vouching that the applicant will follow the laws. It's like co-signing for a loan. You assume responsibility for someone who cannot assume it themselves. If enablers are held responsible, people might think twice before helping someone else get a gun or about selling a gun to someone who seems off. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't think in any way, shape, or form that this dad should have helped his son buy buy the gun. 
based on the things that happened, that he had tried to commit suicide, that he had uh, admitted that he had said that he wanted to kill everyone, and that police had showed up and taken away all his knives and, and swords. Once again, they're going to charge the parent. The police showed up and took away. They deemed him a threat, and that was never passed on to authorities. E- even with dad saying, no, he should be able to buy a gun, the authorities should have said, no, um, red flag laws say, no, he shouldn't be uh, allowed to. There's something wrong here. Just my personal opinion. Uh, go ahead and weigh in with yours. Uh, Paul in Nampa, thanks for holding on. Good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Good morning. Um, yeah, I've got a number of things about Biden that I find very disturbing. Um, you know, you could say that he's, and it's not too far off, because you could say that he's a Russian asset. Um, like, he he's the one that freed Nordstrom, or Nord Stream to the Russians. And then on top of that, he started buying oil from them, which I I don't understand why we needed to buy oil from one of our adversaries. And and then on top of that, all along, he's been dealing with Xi in China. And, And this is just the tip of the iceberg. But he and his son, Hunter, take it or leave it, have over 150 flags that have come up that that the United States Treasurer, Janet Yellen, will not allow to be seen by people. And and it's, it's very disturbing to me that he's able to get away with all this stuff and it's adding up. And I think he really may be, you know, a Chinese asset when you when you add it all up with the with the electric cars that are going to have to come from China and and where the batteries are coming from it it doesn't take a rocket scientist to put all these things together put the dots together on the checkers board you know you just keep going over one over another 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 so thank you for the call I mean, Paul we've got a problem with this guy yeah uh, well, then there are a lot of Republicans who uh, agree with you. <laughs> um, we'll find out if he's even going to be running for the next election, and if he does, um, if he can pull off another election. Thank you for the call. Stephen Nampa, good morning. You're on Newstalk KBOI. Stephen? Yes. Me? Yes. Oh, uh, thank you. Um, I'm glad to see Biden seems to be getting some setbacks. Uh, it seems like this is July. Uh, I have doing some information research. I understand that from listening to Nate Shellman that uh, Sophie has a uh, Prius, but I didn't find it in my Consumer Reports magazine. But I, uh, you mentioned, you said that uh, you need to have a generator who went up to like Cordine or or uh, up north to be able to recharge your 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 electric car. But does the Prius have a generator on it already? Prius is a hybrid, isn't it? Yeah, Prius is a hybrid. Uh, no, the hybrids, uh, hybrids uh, run on uh, electric and and power, yeah, yeah. Uh, gasoline. Yeah. But um, I've always thought that a hybrid should have a electric generator to charge up the car in the first they, place. They, they they sort of do in that whenever your uh, uh, whenever your vehicle is running on gas, okay. the uh, the oh, motion you know, the motion uh, of the wheels is creating energy for the uh, uh, the electricity part of the car. Uh, yeah, I didn't but the, the, well. I, uh, the information I found in the Consumer Reports doesn't report that, and I couldn't find Prius to mention in it either. Do you mm. know who makes Prius? Toyota. 
Toyota. Okay. Thank you. You bet. You're welcome. Thank you for the call. Uh, CJ writes in, the solution to the uh, electric vehicle issue is looking beyond to hydrogen-powered cars. It is clean-burning, cheaply produced, and renewable. The production also isn't toxic, like EVs. It's the lithium-ion battery. If the government was serious about green energy, they would spend money on making that more of a reality. Instead, the money goes to inefficient technology like EVs, solar, and wind power. It's almost like politicians are getting money for their, for but, from their buddies rather than <laughs> caring about actual pollution. Almost. I I have not seen I don't know where we're at with technology because I I mean I've heard people talk about wanting to use hydrogen powered vehicles I have not seen where the technology is if it if it's, it's available it's actually, it's, as of it's, yet it's pretty close and uh, they're they're building a lot of these uh, hydrogen uh, stations in China so I think they expect to use it before anybody else does. And there are some stocks people have, have been speculating that you know these that, com- will these, that, that this is going to happen and these companies will do very well. And so the stocks have been you know fairly high, but uh, you know that could take a dive one day. You never know. And that's why I mean, quite frankly, I mentioned a little bit earlier this morning that I I don't know what's going to happen. Say in the next decade to fifteen years. I mean, you look backwards right now. I mean, it, it's hard to sit there and picture what will be there technologically mm-hmm. in the next 10 to 15 years when I'm specifically talking about vehicles and getting around. You look at the technological advances in the last 15 years, and you wouldn't have looked back 15 years ago and go, oh, my gosh, look, this is a car of the future, because it would have been, right. you would have been, no way they're going to have this car in 15 years. And here we are, electric um, vehicles, you, hybrids. Unless you assume that by now we'd be the Jetsons. Well, and that, well, I think that took place a few years ago, right? If the, the Jetsons would, if if the Jetsons were real, that would have happened a few years ago. And because I know sure. the Jetsons when, took well, place yeah, in the when future. They, it, when the when the when the show came out, it was the early '60s. I don't know what year they were telling people it was. But However, it, in the next 15 years, that was why the point I was making. There could be a new technology that comes that just blows electric vehicles. Yeah, there could be completely out of the water and hydrogen very well could be one of those things. And we'll be looking back, man, I sure was stupid well, to think, invest in electric vehicle stock 15 years ago. I'm not sure how it works, but somehow with the, the hydrogen engine, I think the only uh, the only thing it, it uh, gives out, like in terms of pollution, is just plain water. Well, yeah, water. Uh, Daryl writes in Mike at KBY.com. Uh, this is for Rich. comes from biotech.law.com. Uh, isu.edu, etc., etc. Uh, HIPAA allows reporting of communicable diseases, child abuse, violent injuries, and other mandatory public health reports, as well as to prevent crimes by the patient. It also allows the discovery of information in legal trials when ordered by the court. Thus, a hospital defending a medical malpractice lawsuit would have access to a patient's medical record as ordered by the court or is available under state laws. So, if a woman has an abortion in a state, it says abortions are legal. She is not breaking the law in that state, so the, the facility wouldn't be able to turn over that info without their permission. There we go. All right. Thank you, uh, Daryl. John says the modern-day filibuster, we mentioned this earlier, is uh, like the modern-day walking of a batter in baseball, the intentional walk. I want to send the player to first base, but I don't want to go through the motion of playing catch four times. And that's what they do now. If they want to intentionally walk somebody, they I... just... 
They just point at first base and it's gone. Out of all the rules in baseball over the last 100 years, that is probably my least favorite rule of getting, I used to like, getting rid of it. I used to like when they'd pretend they were going to walk a yeah, guy. Yeah, and, and then throw so, a strike. And, and then just throw a strike, and he'd be standing there like, what? Well, what yeah, happened? Yeah, I thought you were going to walk me. Oh, and how many times, I know it didn't happen often, but how many times did you see wanting to try and intentionally walk there's a guy on third base and they throw a wild pitch oh, and yeah. the guy scores i have third. seen that yeah yeah. It, I, yeah i get it it doesn't happen very often but it happens and you just took that completely out of the game by just saying four fingers hold it up and you walk to first base because it's it's yeah. hard for a pitcher who's used to throwing however, at 90 miles an hour to throw kind however, of a, a 20 mile an hour pitch i will keep that if you promise to get rid Get rid of the uh, the rule starting uh, every one of the extra innings with a runner on second base. Yes, I hate. There's another rule that I don't. I'm I'm for. I, agreed. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, I don't. I don't like that one either. Even though it's been really good for the Seattle Mariners. <laughs> well, you don't. You don't see a lot of like 15, 16, 17 inning games anymore. You'll no. see. You'll see ten inning games where you know the, the the first batter up got a hit and drove in a run, even though he was the leadoff batter. I think that's. Probably a large part of the reason why they wanted to get rid of it to cut down on on six hour games for television purposes, and also people don't like sitting there at a baseball game for six or seven hours either. So we'll take a break. Running a little bit late here. Uh, final chance to get through. Final segment. It is Open Phones Friday. Brought to you by Fast Eddie's. More on the way after this. Tonight at ten, it's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris live and local on News Talk KBOI. 951. It is Open Phones Friday, uh, where we talk about pretty much anything you want to talk about. Doesn't, I mean, the show is about you all the time, but on Fridays, we jump around subject to subject, whatever you want to talk about. Um, Molly writes in another subject here this morning, which, by the way, is perfectly fine because it is Open Phones Friday. Uh, and Molly writes in, which is perfectly fine because sometimes people aren't allowed to maybe call in from their workplace, so they email us. Uh, Mike at KBY.com says, Joe, Bri- uh, Joe Biden promised he would bring costs down while raising wages. Today's job report shows he is doing just the opposite. In fact, inflation has wiped out wages every month since April of 2021, right after Biden wasted $1.9 trillion of our money. No wonder even liberal economists, economics, economists. Econo- economists there we go, yeah. uh, blame Biden for uh, inflation. So much for the Biden administration's claim that this is the best economy in history. That is completely out of touch with the 72% of Americans who disagree. The American people know Biden has failed American families and that things are only getting worse. That's from Molly. Let's see. John says, uh, also, the electric tow vehicles don't work. A Ford F-150 Lightning has been tested for mileage with towing a trailer. Bottom line, it doesn't work. You might get one-third of the range towing a trailer. See how that works when going on a camping trip to Yellow Pine. Just make sure you can call a tow truck. Where'd, where'd you go this weekend? Oh, um, yeah, we towed our camper all the way to Horseshoe Bend. Yeah. We went over to On the River RV Park. Who knows? Maybe some days... How far away is that? Six uh, blocks. RV parks will have charging stations in them. Although, from what I understand, charging stations are very expensive to uh, put in. And I only say that because I talked to a gas station owner here in the Treasure Valley who, when they built their gas station, they put in the infrastructure to have charging stations because they saw that that was probably something that's going to be happening in the future and that it was cheaper to do it at that time instead of waiting for it to be done. And it was over a million dollars to have the infrastructure 
at the, at that time put in, and it's not even in use at this gas station as of it's yet. It's always cheaper to do something now than it is to wait. However, uh, it, 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 there's always the possibility that uh, if you put in the station now, that it'll be obsolete by next year. <laughs> uh, Pat writes in, uh, Mike at KBY.com, uh, writes, Hi, uh, Mike. Hi, Chris. Have either one of you been to Ontario for any reason at all recently? I was there a few weeks ago and saw people drugged out, strung out, high, etc. at nearly every street corner. The lax drug laws in Oregon are destroying society. Oregon is a dump. I haven't been there in a long time, so no. I um, was. I can't uh, say that I've seen it. Last time I was in Ontario was July of last year, about a year ago, when we were headed to the coast. But we didn't stop in Ontario. We just kept going because, like I said, we didn't need gas. Yeah. So you didn't stop in in Ontario. I have not um, come to think. I'm trying to think of. I've been in Ontario since we stopped till Pendleton. To tell you the truth, I don't think I stopped in Ontario and and gone into the city of Ontario since um, marijuana was legalized in the city. So I don't know um, what it looks like. And and in and in Oregon, all all across the state, and now not just in Ontario. um, You know, if if people are listening to that, and see, and and I don't know if if you. You'd have to know me, but I'm too uptight to go into one of those stores in the first place. <laughs> um, in that state, it's not just weed that's legal. It, I mean, cocaine, methamphetamines, well, as long non, as you have... They're not criminalized. Right. It doesn't mean you're allowed to sell them. Um, yeah, as long as you're not selling them and you're only using them, which is weird because somebody has to sell them. It, you know, you just don't get them out of thin air, so somebody's selling them. I mean, but if you happen to just wish some and there it was, you, w- you, wouldn't, you wouldn't get into trouble. <laughs> exactly. But, I mean, as long as you're, not, you're, count, you're caught with less than what they deem is an amount that you're not selling and just for personal use, you just have to, um, you know, turn a circle three times, spit on the floor and say, I promise thee I shall not use this ever again. What's the old joke? Do you have any cocaine? Hang on, let me look. <laughs> <laughs> nope, I'm fresh out. <laughs> not anymore. Uh, that's going to do it for uh, us today and Open Phones Friday. Much appreciated. Uh, thanks for listening into the show. Nate Shellman once again, is on vacation, um, and Brian Wiley will be filling in on his show a little bit later on this afternoon. Um, we're on a break until Monday morning, and we will be back then. I uh, hope you have yourself a great weekend and get enjoy the great weather. Um, and now, Dan Bongino on News Talk KBOI. NYPD to the Secret Service to behind the microphone, taking the fight to the radical left and the putrid swamp. You're listening to the Dan Bongino Show. Here he is, Dan Bongino. You know, I'm watching this now. I got Fox on in the background, and uh, Brandon's talking up there. Uh, looks like he's struggling again, as always. Word salads, neologisms, making up words, non sequiturs, ending sentences in the middle. I can't really hear him. I'm just assuming because when does he do that? Whenever his mouth is moving. But it says, uh, Chiron, I got to get closed captioning. Gee, can we figure out a way to put that on this TV, you think? Closed captioning. It says, <laughs> maybe handle that before the show, right? <laughs> it says, Biden has signed order to protect abortion today. These people are unbelievable. You have a Supreme Court ruling, right? This is, you want the remote? The cable remote's in here, too, if you need. But 
you, you have the Supreme Court ruling in the Dobbs case, the Roe case, which basically says, listen, the states, you're going to have to figure it out on your own. There's no constitutional right to abortion, which there never was. If you can show me the word abortion in the Constitution, I'll give you the $100,000 I was supposed to give Bill D. McCarthy for his rather awful, dreadful attempt at a fact check, okay? It's not there. It's an invented, small r right, air quotes, it doesn't exist. So Roe says it's going to go back to the states. I'm going to cover this on my Fox show tomorrow night, too, how we're now the divided states of America. Yet the, the liberals aren't good with that. They're going to, you're going to see now, because there's no federally protected you know, right, air quotes, to an abortion, liberal states like California, Illinois, Maryland, New York, and otherwise, you're going to see them enact just absurd, ridiculous you know, abortion rules where, you, where you're allowed abortion up to uh, post-birth, otherwise known as infanticide. That's what you're going to see happen. I wish it didn't, but it's going to. And yet you're going to see conservative states where they believe that life is worth protecting that aren't going to want to do that. But that's, that's not good enough for Biden and his team. You understand? That's not good enough. Biden and his team want to make sure you can kill babies in the womb whenever you want, wherever you want at all times. It's just not good enough for them. This is why we're the divided states of America right now. I'm going to do an unfiltered segment, no prompt or anything, on my Fox show tomorrow night at 9 about just this. About this, the gun issue. Faith in institutions, how this is how you see. I'm not, I listen, I, I am an optimist. I don't want to sound, especially on a Friday, like a pessimist. I'm not. I do believe this country was touched by the hand of God. I have said that over and over. I'll continue to say it because I believe it. And I think we will come through this mess, this morass we're in now, this, this Jimmy Carter malaise we're in now. I think we'll get out of it. But pretending we're not an incredibly divided, two separate United States right now, it's just insane. I wish we weren't, but we are. We're in the middle of this cold ideological war right now where good enough isn't good enough. The abortion case, the guns case is another, I'm going to give away my whole unfiltered tomorrow, but the guns case, the same thing, the Second Amendment the firearm case made it to the Supreme Court. All it said is, listen, there's a constitutional right to bear arms. You can put restrictions on it, but you can't be essentially a May issue state. You can't tell someone that you can't have a firearm because you don't feel like it. And Kathy Hochul, the governor of New York, right after that was like, ah, screw you guys, double barrel, middle finger. She didn't even wait to read the opinion. She came out and be like, we're just going to check your social media history and do exactly what they told them not to do. How's that the United States? You don't have due process, right? You don't have the same due process in New York as you do other, in other places to exercise your constitutional rights couple other things before I get to the uh, just horrifying news out of Japan. Uh, and I'll have, uh, I got two guests today. That's a rarity. You know, we don't do that often. Um, I don't like having two guests per show. I prefer to have one. But we have the great Julie Kelly, who I adore, coming up at two hours from now, two o'clock if you're listening live Eastern time. If not, two hours from now. But you should be listening live, as I say all the time. Julie Kelly is going to talk about this incredible revelation. Jim, you saw in the show notes, right? This NDAA amendment to prevent the military from releasing certain material. This is the craziest thing. Only Julie Kelly would find this. And she thinks it has a lot to do with January 6th. I got her coming up. And then in about 20 minutes, I have a Secret Service friend of mine. You've heard before Jeff James on. Again, to talk about this just horrifying news out of Japan. I wake up this morning going to brush my dientes like usual. I got up a little late this morning. I got up at 6. I'm still on kind of mountain time a little bit. I wake up super groggy. Paul is like shaking me like, bro, bro. She doesn't say bro, but that's my version of Paul. Say, bro. She's like shaking my shoulder. 
She's like, your alarm's going off. And I, I sleep sometimes with earplugs because sometimes it can be loud with the water out the back. First world problems. I get it. But I'm not Bernie Sanders. I'm a capitalist. So I don't run away from any of that stuff. So I didn't hear my own alarm. So she's shaking me. I get up. I turn on the TV in uh, the bathroom by the sink there. And you have a bathroom? You say, hell yeah. Who doesn't? I watch it. Yeah, I like that. I like to watch TVs everywhere. It's my one luxury. I have TVs that drives my wife crazy. There's one on the kitchen counter. There's one here. There's one in the bathroom. We need one in the green room bathroom here. I say the green room like this is like some big fancy place, the green room. This TMI moment is brought to you by Dan Bongino. This is definitely worthy of a TMI moment. That's like, get to the point already, bro. I get it. Uh, But I turn on the TV and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this. This assassination of Shinzo Abe. I, I mean, obviously just the horrifying moral and ethical components to it. But this is what I did for a living, folks. This was my job. I mean, I was an instructor in the Secret Service Academy where we would use videos of incidents like this to teach people um, what not to do in a security space. And I'm, I'm watching it, and I'm just thinking I can't believe it. And it just reminded me of something. Um, I'm going to get to that in a second, too. First, jobs numbers came out today. 372,000 jobs. Decent number, not great. We were doing around 500,000. A good number, not a bad number. That's a good thing. We still live in the United States, even though Joe Biden is the president. Unfortunately, we got to deal with Brandon right now. Uh, We don't want people out of work and struggling. I think that's fairly obvious. We should never take the liberal tact, which is destroy the country, burn it to the ground when Donald Trump's in office, even if people suffer. I'm not going to do that. Having said that, that is a good number, period. There were some asterisks after that underneath that good number. Labor force participation is down. And remember, those numbers are accumulated mid-month. Folks, the horrors started to hit about the end of last month. All I'm telling you, and maybe I'll be proven wrong, but I'm reasonably confident that jobs number is going to get worse and worse. Market, Jim. Uh, Friday, July 8, 12-12. And believe me, I hope I'm wrong. I pray. I hope you call on the show. Dan, that was a terrible prediction. It would be the best day of my life. But I think the numbers are going to continue to get worse from here if we don't change course quick. And we'll go into that a little bit later, too. Let me get to this um, assassination of Shinzo Abe. Uh, You know what? I could play the audio of these, but I'm I'm not going to do it. Jim was kind enough to put it together. But it's it's someone, it's obviously Shinzo Abe, obviously speaking in Japanese. You're not going to understand it. The the video, if you want to see the video, it's on my Rumble, my podcast, my Rumble account at rumble.com slash Bongino. The, the video that shows the assassination is a little grainy. It's, it, it's, it, for what happened, is obviously awful, but you don't really see that much um, in the video. But you clearly see that the shot, which from what we hear from early reporting, and I want to emphasize this is early reporting, the Bongino rule, which is wait on this stuff before you confirm anything, is that it was some kind of DIY firearm uh, made at home somehow. Apparently, there were two shots from what we know. Hits uh, Abe in the, in the lung as he, he appears to turn to see where the shots are coming from. Uh, doesn't, I, don't, I don't believe he made it to the hospital before uh, he tragically passed former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe. A couple of things on this, folks. Again, this was my line of work for 12 years. It obviously hits me hard here. I have worried, and I debated talking about this, but I think it's important because maybe it will move public opinion a little bit. I have worried a very long time about what we call formers in the Secret Service, right? Formers, people who were in office, prime ministers, presidents in our, our country, obviously the president. I've worried about formers for a long time. 
we obviously can't live in a country where if you're the president, the minute you leave office, you run like a 50-50 shot of getting killed. This isn't the third world. I took a lot of flack from my audience. There was a bill a while ago limiting presidential protection at the federal level to 10 years. I thought that bill was a really bad idea. A lot of people, and I understand, I understand, I get it. I hear you. A lot of people email me, Dan, you're a small government conservative. We shouldn't be paying for this. You know, screw that. Let them get private security. They certainly have enough money. And what I was trying to explain in the show maybe poorly, and I haven't changed my mind on it, although I do appreciate your opinion, is, folks, private security is different. It's not a skill thing. A lot of former Secret Service agent friends of mine who were awesome agents are in private security now. It's not a skill thing. You get it? It's a logistics thing. Private security cannot do when you leave the government what the government can do. Flying armed, international customs, State Department help, dip passports, diplomatic passports. You just can't do it. Private security cannot do what the government can do. I, I, I wish it weren't the case, but it is. They just can't do it. And it has always worried me. And now, maybe it'll make sense. Because when I was talking about it then, I was talking about it in the context of Barack Obama. And I think a lot of politics got in the way. I really do. But now when I talk about it, I'll say, all right, now let's make it a kind of a bipartisan thing. It shouldn't be political. Because security shouldn't be political at all. But President Trump, it worries me. It worries me a lot. He is a former president. I would make a strong case to you, given my background, who has a more dangerous threat profile, dangerous to him, than the current president, Joe Biden. And I, 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 I don't have access to the Secret Service Protective Intelligence Division anymore, obviously. But I can guarantee you, I'll ask Jeff about this later, my Secret Service buddy. I can guarantee you the threat matrix on President Trump is about as the same, if not more, than President Biden right now. It worries me. It worries me about Obama, too. I, I was not an Obama fan politically. So we, we need to even repeat that. But we, we, this is the United States of America. We don't let our people get hurt. I always appreciated it when Tony Blinken, our current Secretary of State, defended Mike Pompeo, who has a legitimate security threat from the Iranians who still want to kill him. Blinken understands. That'll be him next. He's not stupid. See Jim shot, nodding his head in approval. That's him next. We can't, folks, we, I, I, we can't have it. We can't have it. We have to have President Trump, former President Trump, former President Barack Obama, and President Barack Obama, and President Biden free to do their business without the threat of getting killed. It, 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 that, it, that should be a nonpartisan issue. Shinzo Abe was... A, it's true. Yeah, they're in front of Bush's house. Jim's in Texas. There was a guy actually casing former President Bush's house. We can't have it. This has always worried me. And when I woke up this morning, my worst worries came true. Turn on the TV. I see breaking news. I know something's wrong when Fox, you'll notice this now. Uh, when Fox and Friends has the red in the background, you notice this, Jim? They have the red. The, the yellow is usually standard. When it's red, it means it's bad news. Um, and I woke up and I saw it. I'm like, oh, boy, what happened? And it said former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe assassinated. So takeaway number one, these formers are in a lot of danger, folks. They are. And we can't have it. Second is, my gosh, you've got to watch the six. Now, if you're in the military or in law enforcement, you know what that means. You've got to watch the six. Watch the six. The six is what's behind you. If you think of a protectee like the center of a standard clock, a standard clock or a watch, the 12 is in front of them. 
Obviously, the nine to his left, the three to, you know what I'm talking about, the three to his right, and the six is behind him. Folks, if they're going to hit you, they're probably going to try to hit you from the six. Why? For a fairly obvious reason. You don't have eyes in the back of your head. I mean, it's not really hard to figure out. Our eyes are in front. We have, what, stereoscopic frontal vision. We can't see behind us. We don't have eyes on the side of our heads like a shark. We don't have that kind of view. We can't see behind us. Terrorists and killers and assassins know that, so they're going to hit you from the six. That's where they hit Abe from. Now, the way to overcome being hit from the six is to have an agent behind you with eyeballs on the six. Did they have that? I don't know. I know he had security. I could see in the response. Now, was it just a matter that the guy was faster than them and they saw it? I don't know, but he got two shots off. You got to watch that six. It's folks, listen, it's not a Monday morning quarterback thing, okay? It's everybody makes mistakes. Gosh, the Secret Service has made a ton of them. Reagan shooting, a lot of stuff. No, nobody's impervious to mistakes. But we should learn from them. You got to watch the six. It reminds me of the 1995 shooting of uh, Israeli Prime Minister Yitzhak Rabin. We've used that video in the Secret Service training center hundreds of times. Assassin walks right up behind him. They, they barely see him coming, and by the time they turn around and respond, he already shot Rabin, and Rabin is dead. Back in 1995. you got to watch the six all the time. It is so, so important. They're gonna, not that it doesn't happen from the front. Amor Sadat, uh, the, the Temiel Tigers, and others, have assassination attempts from the front, suicide bombers. But it's most likely to hit you from behind. you got to watch that six. We have a guy in the service, uh, or, uh, always, always watching, maybe sometimes more than one, watching that six all the time, make sure nobody creeps on you. I, I got more on this coming up, and a Secret Service buddy of mine who is a real security expert, he's in the private sector now, coming up uh, at 1230 to talk about this. I got to take a break. Uh, we'll be right back. Bungino. Hi, it's Larry Elder, and I want to tell you about a man named George who wrote in about his experience with 100% drug-free relief factor. George drives a garbage truck in Oregon. That's 10 hours a day of limited movement. And guess what that does to a bad knee? It's not good. After a while, George could barely move at the end of his shift, and he wasn't really sure what he was going to do. That's when Relief Factor came into his life. George is still out there working hard every day, but now he does it without pain. Hundreds of thousands of people have tried Relief Factor, and about 70% of them go on to order more. If you're living with pain in your life, it's time to do something about it and give Relief Factor a try. I'm telling you, it can really change your life for the better. Your first step to becoming pain-free just might be to order the three-week quick start for only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. Or call 800-4-RELIEF. 800-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference. Dan Bond. 